Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, to episode 330 of the Words About Games podcast, a weekly news culture and gaming podcast for Words About Games. I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, joined this week by the hooded one, Mr. Daffy Mooney. I'm back, baby. Well, I'm back, I was back, last, back week, last week, but I'm feeling better, <laughs> if that helps. In, in body, you were back in body last week, and now you're back in mind and spirit. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Still a, little, still a little bit, but yeah, I'm not 100%, but yeah, I'm basically I, getting there now, which I'm really happy about, because being ill fucking, fucking sucks. But hey, it's Monday, you know what that means. I do wonder, like, was actually, I think the only thing that got you through last week's podcast was the fact that 75% of it was about God of War. <laughs> fair, that's fair, that's fair. Like, I, I feel like war. if we'd just done a normal podcast, you would have just halfway through been like, I can't do this, I'm fucked, I'm done. <laughs> I would have just been like... <laughs> I might have so just collapsed. For Great timing. <laughs> yeah, just... Eventually, uh, hey, if we saw the way reading a story and all you see is me just... <laughs> Are you raising your desk or just sliding down your chair? Moody, <laughs> <laughs> why are you raising Moody? Moody, why are you raising your desk? Wait, where are you going? <laughs> no, come back. Moody. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How, uh, well, yeah, so apart from that, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm all right. Yeah, I'm not bad at all. Been back to work. It was good to be back at work because I hate being off. I hate being Excellent. ill. Uh, but yeah, it's good. Um, funny story. So I've had a funny, funny week. From a certain point Same. of view. So, our landlord who owns the building... Sure. Uh, ...got the roof insulated. Okay, that's good. Which is right. all good, yeah. Helps us. Saves heat, saves money, blah, 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 all that. That's the jig, the jig of it all. <laughs> the jiggity-jig. The jiggity-jig of it all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something else happened. So, the insulators... Decided we're going to put our feet through the ceiling. Okay, yeah. I mean, that kind of completely Twice. cancels out. <laughs> so it completely cancels out the insulation. <laughs> Pretty we're going to put much, holes in yeah. it. Great, yeah. thanks. And didn't say a single fucking thing. Nice, that's what you want Until I found out and saw the first hole and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Explain yourselves. <laughs> is, this, is this the part where you tell me the hole is like directly above you right now? No, 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 no. It's in the other room and in our landing. Great. The landing one happened on Thursday. I didn't find that one out until I got home from work. <laughs> where okay. the missus literally came, met me on the stairs while I was walking up and she's like, don't be angry. I was like, oh, what? What's now? What do you mean, don't be angry? And I'll come in. And she's just looking at me. Look up. <laughs> For fuck's sakes. <laughs> now I said, you said, don't be angry. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And I'm just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? So thankfully, the first room that they put the hole through has been pretty much repaired. Okay, uh, the good. owner put, uh, got people in and they pulled down the ceiling and just put a new whole new ceiling in. Uh, it should be fully finished right. tomorrow. The other one should get put in. It should be blocked up tomorrow. Or Monday of us, of when Monday. this comes out and everything. But, oh my God, I'm just like, the worst thing is, Amy, it's basically, it's I, do you know the scene 
from Game of Thrones where you, where you see Jon Snow and she just goes and he's yeah. like this against Ramsay Bolton's army. Yeah, That's me against an army of fucking flies who are just coming down from the hall, <laughs> charging at me, ready to go. And I'm there with two fly sprays, ready to fucking go. <laughs> Spray them, and then I stand on the buggers. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and oh my God, like. What a week. Oh it, yeah, I go. It's started. I started still ill. I ended still ill, but no. But oh my god, it's just like sure. If you didn't laugh, if you didn't laugh, I'd cry about it. A, it really was. It's been a. It's been a spectacle this week a little bit. I've had, I had a day in, like that today, where it's like yeah, people like so shit went right. I'm not gonna, and you know I don't talk about like stuff yeah on a, on the podcast, but like loads of shit went wrong to a hilarious like degree that today and like the two people i was with <clears throat> at seven o'clock this morning were both like absolutely like oh fucking raging and i was just laughing about it and they were like what the fuck are you laughing and i was like i mean why not right <laughs> it's happened now i'm just gonna see the funny side of it <laughs> and i'm just gonna carry cry. on because if yeah. you don't laugh i'm gonna punch a hole in moody's ceiling <laughs> yeah wait, wait why am i saying <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, i'm not gonna punch it my ceiling doesn't have any holes in it i don't want to add one Yours is getting fixed anyway, so I'll just... <laughs> yours is getting fixed anyway, I'll just punch a hole in yours. Yeah, yeah just because you're going to come down eventually next year, it doesn't mean I want you to put a hole in the wall or the ceiling. Well, yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. <laughs> our, uh, our plans of like, oh, come down before Christmas, <laughs> kind of got interrupted yeah, by yeah, was, this week. That was never going to happen. Yeah, that was never going to happen, like, yeah, sadly. Just, just a minor diversion from 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 Manchester, yeah. the Manchester area to, you know, London. <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. You yeah. went, you came close to me, but went past me. <laughs> I, I just shot past you, like in a straight yeah. line, straight down, like yeah. yeah. But it was cool. It was didn't fun even wave to say hi. <laughs> I didn't even know when Manchester was going past. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, a, fu- a funny, a funny old week. Yeah, it was, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I can oh, believe God. that. Like, I'm glad I've had sleep. Days. I have had sleep, so I am glad about that. I did have a nap today. Which is good. Oh, I had good. like I had like more time than usual <clears throat> before we started yeah. recording. So I was like, okay, first things first, nap time. <laughs> oh yeah. If I want to be functional and able to speak <laughs> for two hours straight about video games with my best friend, I need a nap. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, like uh, it was a fun trip. Like it was stressful and it was terrifying and it was long. Well, it wasn't long, it was actually quite short, but that was part of the problem. Um, but I got to meet Joe Medforce for the first time in person. Hell yeah. That was awesome. His car's got, um, butt warmers as I was, as I called them. It's like, he's got the seat warmer, but he didn't tell me. Nice. So I just got in his he car. He just turned was, it on. And I was just sat down and my butt started getting warmer and warmer. <laughs> and I was he was just like, like, oh, oh yeah. Is, <laughs> yeah. At first I was like, this is weird. And then I was like, no, fuck it. This is amazing. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm digging this. But yeah, like um, he put me up for the night. He did. Um, he did. We played. Uh, we played games. We played Left 4 Dead on his Xbox 360. Old games are good, but yeah, we know you this. do. You do miss. You do miss like how how the how controls have become standardized. <laughs> 
Whereas, like, if you go back to a game like uh, Left 4 Dead, <laughs> all yeah. the controls are fucking all over the place. And you're just like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Why am I pushing B to reload? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know how to crouch. Oh, it's on one of the buffers. Where's the melee button? It's the left trigger. <laughs> like, you're just like, what the fuck's happening? But, uh, yeah, it's good. We played, uh, we also played uh, Mario Party. And, like, that was fun. But, like, I haven't played a Mario Party since the, since I had a GameCube. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But then I was like, you know what? Like, what I remember from playing Mario Party decade ago, more probably, mm. was uh, much more. Was uh, was you don't like I don't you don't try and win Mario Party, or at least what, my objective is always not to try and win because it's a fool's game trying to win a game as random as Mario Party. So I just go in and I'm like, yeah. I'm going to cause as many problems as I possibly can in the shortest amount of time, <laughs> and I start picking on Joe of it because <laughs> why not? That's it what you funny. have to do. It was funny. I was just trying to get everybody to laugh, and the funniest thing I could do in most of those moments was to. Steal Joe's item or, <laughs> or something. But it was great. It was amazing to meet him in, in person. Like, he's exactly as, the same as he is online. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. That's cool. Like, yeah. Again. Hell yeah. We'll have to get him to call up this way. Like, uh, you guys meet in the middle, and that basically means you meet with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, well see, we're both on one side, and you're on the other side, so if we're okay. in the middle, the middle to the, the left. Side. The middle to come, the left. If we, if I go down, Joe goes up, and you go right, <laughs> we'll all... We'll meet all at meet. She- Sheffield, then. Yeah, basically, we'll meet, we'll meet at, like, Sheffield, and then we'll, we'll go out in Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Perfect. Out the plan. I'm in. No, don't like it. It means I have to move. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, it was quite funny because, like, you know when you tell people, because I'm from the north of England, right? So you know when you tell people around around you that I'm going to London? Inevitably, London, baby. <laughs> inevitably, you're hit with the opinion of how shit London is. And, like, if you don't like the big city because it's a big city, that's fine. I get it. Totally get it. Because, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. either a city person or you're not a city person. Yeah, like me. That's me, basically. Yeah, that's you. But if you're if you're basing your opinion, your shit opinion on London, like, like you think London is shit. Sorry. It's <laughs> not your shit opinion, although it is a shit opinion. Um, based on, like, the North-South war or whatever the fuck we, we're doing. Like, bullshit. I call it bullshit. I walked through, one, I met a lot of lovely people while I was down there. <clears throat> but two, like, I was on a train, I was on a train going into London on the, on, on the morning. And this lady passed out, like, she fainted, like, on the train. And, like, six people stopped to help her, like, get her into a chair. Someone gave her the water. People were making sure she was getting off at the right stop. It was, like, it was a nice display of humanity. Came back out north on the night time waiting to get on a bus so I'm, I'm like okay i'm gonna get on this bus there's like seven people getting on this bus it's a double decker there's like 60 seats some fucking woman comes along <laughs> shoulder charges me out of the way going oh i'm in front of you <laughs> i'm getting on before you because i'm for, i was in front of you and i'm just like all right whatever man there's like there's like 50 spare seats you do you <laughs> so like when somebody told me the next day, I was like, oh, I was in London. They were like, oh, man, everybody in London is dead, dead, like, horrible. I was like, um, 
not been my experience the last couple of days. <laughs> Maybe it's just that some people suck. <laughs> and those people live all over the place. So suck it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Basically. Suck it is. I just, I'm sick of hearing the fucking whole fucking bollocks about London. I like London. And again, Moody doesn't because of perfect legitimate reasons. But like, if you don't like it because you're from the North, I mean, you just need to get over yourself. <laughs> the North's not as great as you think it is. Sorry. <laughs> just holding on to that one for a, for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I, like, oh, I have no argument against London or anything like that because I have never been there. So I can't really fully comment on it. So no, like when I just my my thing is but I but I have been to other cities and I'm like nervous as hell when I'm in there like yeah. Newcastle when I was in Liverpool when I was working for PlayStation I think I was just like I do not like this okay where's my simple spot okay there's the hotel boom that's when it was like yeah, from yeah, work yeah. to the low hotel when I was living when I was staying in Liverpool for four days when I was at PlayStation it was just sure. like that's how it was for me and it's just like that's just how I am basically London. Do I think I will go there one day? I honestly do not know. Would There are things I would love to see. Like, I would love to go to see the National History Museum because I'm a dinosaur lover and I just want to see the dinosaurs and try and nick a bone. I mean, uh, sure. see the bones. Uh, <laughs> for, for legal reasons, that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Um, no, yeah, allegedly. Uh, like, it's no, a cool yeah, city, like, but yeah, if you don't, if you don't like big cities and like london's yeah. like 10 cities in one so it's like oh, yeah well i went to birmingham for agx like I and like, i i don't like birmingham yeah no no but i, but I don't like cities in general so like it was yeah. just like the same type of thing for me but like but i was in a bigger crowd with everyone who like people i knew and everything so i, I did feel a little bit more comfortable and everything but at the same time i'm just like okay now okay that that, that corner deaf corner Deaf corner, deaf corner, <laughs> deaf alleyway. <laughs> when, when, we did e, when we did EGX, um, I think it was the first time. Uh, it was in Birmingham, um, and one day I was getting taxis like to and from a hotel to the yeah. to the station to then like get to the NEC. Except one day where I was like, oh, I'm gonna walk it. It's nice weather. Like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna walk to my hotel. Um, so I got my my phone out turn the gps on and i was like cool like it's like not that, not that far you know what i mean like i walk a lot so i'm like my idea of not that far is like oh it's only like a couple of miles away like that's not that far um and so i got some lunch dinner tea whatever um and i was like i'll walk and like <laughs> the walk to to my hotel is one of the most harrowing experiences <laughs> Just because of where I had to walk through. So I was like, I walked out and around, and then there was like this huge fucking like meat packing place <laughs> where they like loaded all the, the, the trucks up with meat. So I walk around that, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting smell. And then you get the other side of that, and it's like, cool. It's just straight up this hill for a mile. And I was like, mint, awesome. It's a straight line. I, how can I get lost in a straight line? And I started walking up, and I was like, oh, I'm definitely in the dodgy part of Birmingham. <laughs> Like it's like industrial estates. There's like there's like burnt out cars. Like I'm pretty sure I walked past an in, an active drug deal, <laughs> and I was just like, I'm gonna die because I thought it was nice weather and I should do I should do a walk. I'm and I'm gonna die. Like <laughs> I won't lie. Nuts. My first experience down at EGX at, at, at Birmingham. Like it went up with me and my partner. I went and uh, well, we'll say this like. 
we had, we had four fabulous days. We met so many amazing people and everything and had such a blast. My car was keyed. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, my car was <laughs> yep. legit keyed. Because, oh, I'll say this one. It's partially my fault because I didn't want to pay for my car parking where my hotel was. It sure. was like a fucking 20 quid a day. And yeah. I was just like, what? That's, that's quite a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking, Jesus, man, Premier Inn, what the hell are you doing to me? Um, so I was just like, okay, you know what? There'll be some. There's will be some places just down around the corner. So and I can just walk back up. So I parked up, found a place, parked it up, and I just walked back up. And then we went back down two days later because thinking, all right, we're we're gonna need a we we let's go check the car and everything like that. Got down there, the car was keyed. Shit. So I was just went. Wow. Just buy it and pay the money and park it in the yeah. car park. Just do it that way. And uh, and yeah, and I did that. And, then, and when we came back to the year after, that's what I... Well, actually, we trained down the year, next year, so we were absolutely fine. But, right. but I was just like, you can't you, you, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> but I'm trying to back for a second. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, rather a key than smashed in, I guess. I mean, yeah, <laughs> so sure, like, oh, there's no it wheels. Been like... worse. It really could have <laughs> oh, been shit. worse. Yeah, no, no. Um, but but yeah, I mean I have a lot of fond memories of EGX and and the yeah. stuff that we got up to at EGX when it was in Birmingham. But I have like I have like no fond memories of of Birmingham. <laughs> That's probably fair. Yeah, like I I remember the first night, not the first night, the first true night out with everybody. I really enjoyed it. But I was all at the same time. I was thinking, yeah, I. Not a one. I don't drink. All right, we were. <laughs> Two, yeah, I'm not a pub person. Sure, I just want to be in my hotel. <laughs> we were at different nights out. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I went. I never technically met you until the final day I was meant <laughs> to go yeah. home, and we only met for like five minutes, and then I left. Yeah, basically. Because I would. That was the. Oh my god, that's a whole story. I've just realized. Yeah, <laughs> that's like my my experience of why that even first. of why that even happened was a whole story. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. um, so. Um, yeah, I met Fixer on the Friday night. Um, th- this is now the timestamp. Uh, words about games every Monday, YouTube, podcast services, timestamps in the description. So, like, yeah, I met Fixer on the Friday night. Because I was kind of out. I've never, I never really say I was in the kind of funny community. But, like, yeah, yeah. I watched their stuff. And, like, yeah. through watching their stuff, I've, like, met people online who, like, also yeah. like their stuff, right? So like they were doing a meetup of five guys. <laughs> uh, that's where they started from. Both me and my partner refused to go there. Sure. We went Fair. in we went in there and we were just like, this place looks like an absolute fucking shithole. And the food was just looked disgusting and it just looked way too expensive. So we had a we we, we had at the place where we all cra- met at for the drinks and everything at the brew right. dog. And we had there. The food what we ate when we wait the food we ate there. Wait, we did still they just do the same day. night twice in a row? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Oh my god. Right, yeah, because we went at, we went at, we went five guys and we went there and it was a lot of nerds. And and by that I don't mean like Oh, fucking nerds. I mean, it was a lot of socially like anxious people, right? And the people who were quote unquote in charge, I guess, were like who like organized it and stuff. They were really good at talking to the people that they knew and not so great at talking to the people that they didn't know. 
Um, so there was like a, just a group of us like off to the side, like on our phones, because we were like too we were too awkward to talk to each other, and like we weren't in the group. And I remember this guy came up to me. And he goes, "Zara's Evil T-shirt," and I was wearing like a Stars uh, Police Department T-shirt. And I was like, "Hey, hey, do you like Resident Evil?" And I was like, "Yeah, I love Resident Evil." That's why I'm wearing the T-shirt. <laughs> that was MC Fixer. <laughs> Who loves Resident Evil? <laughs> so the next hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to, to Fixer about Resident Evil, and then Haley turned up, and that was awesome. And I basically just hung out with them. There was somebody else who was part of our little gang, and I can't remember who it was now. They were from Ireland. That's all I can remember. Uh, oh, yeah. He was a really I, young kid. He was very tall. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept calling He kept calling Fix, Muck Fixer and thought it was funny, and I could tell it was... He, he didn't like Piss it. And fix her off. Yeah, <laughs> he fixer did, did not, did like, not it. like it at all. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Um, but that was the first year. Um, because I think we met the second time. Yeah. Because so that was it. Like I, I met Fix, we exchanged YouTube channels. <laughs> and like that was it. We just kind of we just kind of interacted with each other every now and again. Uh for the next year, basically. And um the second year, because we knew each other, <clears throat> so I went. So so we met up, and we were talking to each other, and uh, we were gonna. I was gonna come to a, another meetup because he invited this time because he invited me not because I'd seen it and I was like, oh maybe I'll check it out. But I was like, no, I can't. And he went, why not? And I went because I've got tickets. I'm gonna go to the digital extremes party <laughs> somehow without ever playing Warframe. <laughs> I'd been invited to the Warframe party. <laughs> Nice. Um, so like I, I went to that um, I don't know whether that was the correct move but that's what I did um, but then we so I was staying in a hotel that was like on the outskirts of Birmingham and what no one had told me not the hotel not any there were no signs there was a there was this thing on where people were like cycling for charity yeah. and the whole main road going from my hotel all the way into Birmingham was closed and there were no buses. And I was like, oh shit. Because not like, f- I'm, I'm definitely going to be late for Ajax. Fine. How the fuck do I get into Birmingham? <laughs> so I just started walking to every bus stop in the vicinity <laughs> where I was like, there's got to be a bus somewhere. And eventually I met someone who was a chef at a museum in, in the city at a bus stop and we just started exploring together eventually we managed to get on a bus because he was local he knew what bus to get on when to get off yeah but i was i was super late at free ejects like i missed the early entry and then i was going for the just the normal entry and as soon as i walked in and joined the back of the queue guess who was standing there <laughs> mc fixer, MC fixer. <laughs> i was like oh shit so i just like i was done for the week like in terms of like I need to see this, I need to see this, I need to see this. So I just hung out with Fixer all, all day. Yeah. Um, he got us he got me a Sea of Thieves t shirt. I watched him play Super Lucky's Tale. Like and then we met you. <laughs> yeah, you came yeah, over yeah. to say so, to say hello. Um and that was the convoluted story of how you and I met. <laughs> but we never really spoke. That's the thing no, about no, it. because you you I came and you said hello was... and then and then you went. And then was it the yeah. was it the year after where I you kind started, of bumped you I bumped into you independently of that when we played Horizon Zero Dawn. Sophia was there, but um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I so 
we did that, and because we'd hung out all day, we got to know each other a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Beyond, oh, you like Resident Evil? I like Resident Evil. Um, it wasn't. It was a couple of weeks. <laughs> I want to say it was not that long. I got a message off him. Hey, do you want to review games? And I, I was like, I was reviewing games anyway, so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll review games. And I said, like, I'm working on this Cuphead one right now. Um, and I was like, it's an Xbox game. <laughs> like, do you You're want me to Xbox review podcast. it? <laughs> do you want me to review it for you? Because he wanted me to review Xbox games. And I was like, and he was like, yeah, sure, do that. And he was like, okay, cool. And he was like, and in his words, he said, "Ah." Oh, and like every now and again, we might get you on the podcast. And I was like, that's cool because, you know, I've got my own podcast. Like, so every week I'm doing that. And like, if, if I'm reviewing games for myself and also for you at the same time, like that's a lot. So like, you know, that every now and again sounds fine. <laughs> so I said, yeah, no worries. Let, let's do that. And we talked about some other stuff. Like we talked about starting a different podcast about me streaming on, on his channel. But like the main thing was do reviews and maybe like every couple of months you'll be on the podcast. Agree to that. Two days later. <laughs> I don't know if it happened. was actually two days later, but it was definitely within a week. Yeah. Jo- Joseph. <laughs> Joseph yeah. quit quit my Xbox and me. So every every couple of every oh, get your other podcast every now and again turned into can you do the podcast this week? And also basically for what, the next year? <laughs> so I was I was basically the co-host of my Xbox and me. I went from noth- I went from zero <laughs> to you're a new co-host. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a lot. <laughs> yeah. And um that was really when I started getting to know you because you watch the podcast all the time and you, God bless you soul, I'll I'll thank you for this forever, always almost always sent an email in every week. Yeah, yeah. Because I said, doesn't need to do that anymore. Thank God, no. I do not need to do that anymore. No. I said, like at the time on the podcast, on Twitter, on everywhere, I was like, that's my favorite. Answering people's questions via email was my favorite part of the podcast. Loved it. Yeah. And so, Mister Glorious One kept popping up all the time with all these questions, and 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 most of the time they were pretty good. Sometimes they were they were daft. Oh, some on, of them were shit. I know but on that. purpose, and some of them were yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew but, that. I always loved I always loved answering the questions. And so like we got to know each other. And then Snowbike Mike, he was one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> like if I could just follow that man around, <laughs> like I would do it. It would that would be an incredible way to spend my life. Uh he kind of took over from me. Um and we only we only podcasted together I think once, which is a shame because yeah, I fucking E3. love that man. Uh, yeah. I fucking love that man so much. Um and then in between that and where we are now, you started asking me to be on your podcast. And I was like, Are you sure? Because I don't really watch that many movies. <laughs> and you were like, It's yeah, fine. I never cared. Yeah, yeah, I never cared. But I always find it funny that you are always surprised that I did did the homework. <laughs> like you would send me the show notes. And there would be like tra- there would be like trailers, yeah, links. Um, yeah. And 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 you're always surprised. I was like, no, I watched all the trailers that you put in the dog. Of course I did, <laughs> like because <laughs> you put them there, so I watched them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least someone did, right, Foxes? I know you didn't do all the time, man. <laughs> love you, mate. <laughs> love you, oh, I love Foxes. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. how I met Foxes through you through doing that podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's all like it's all like tapestry, isn't it? It's like a thread, right? It's like you take that one little thing, <clears throat> me going to a 
a kind of funny meetup in a Resident Evil t-shirt. <laughs> and that's what started the, all of that chain of events that I was just talking about. Oh, yeah. Which is wild. That is wild. And now, yeah, like, you and me are best friends. It's great. Yeah. And that's what we want. At the end of the day, Didn't anticipate telling that story <laughs> for 10 minutes today. <laughs> don't know where that came from. How that started. I don't know. I don't know. I, and don't I know love that. Going. That's Because I'm sure people may not realize there's not much news. So we're just yeah. gonna banter for a little. We're bit. just bantering. We're just bantering for a lot of the podcast. Like, yeah, that's my favorite thing about EGS. Like, you know, you play new game, play games that aren't out. You know, whatever. Like, you know, get the content and stuff, and that's fun. But like, meeting people. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Like, I've met so many cool people either for the first time or like genuinely like met, um, like at EGX, like. The last time I was there, met a bunch of people on the Saturday and just hung out with them. It was awesome. Yeah. Like, that was my favorite day. How many games did I play? Like, four. <laughs> like, maybe four, maybe five games. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was just hanging out with, with a bunch of cool people, um, doing cool stuff. And that's why it's my favorite day. And and I was like, I remember when, we, we all, when it was finished and we were all like, oh, we'll definitely do this again next year. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. Then 2020 happened. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I went back to London. <laughs> well, it was in London that year because um, it was at the massive place. It was finally in a in a location that was big enough for it um, at the XL. Yeah, that's what I heard from Fixer, that, that why it went from London to Birmingham because the place of Birmingham just wasn't, the place in London wasn't big enough to, yeah. to house it. Oh, yeah, that last year before it, it went to Birmingham. It was so cramped, it was unreal. But uh, it was getting that way in Birmingham as well, where it was like it was getting cramped again. Yeah. Then the XL, it was like, oh, you've actually got room. Like, people can walk. Like, you know You I mean? could. Well, you really could, yeah. And yet, somehow, still got full really easy. I know. In the Birmingham. Oh, yeah. In like the, in the NEC. At the NEC, at Earl's Court, at, at the XL. Like, if you wanted to do stuff, like play games to make content, to have podcasts stuff. You did it on Thursday and Friday and you just write off Saturday and then you just you just see what Sunday brings. <laughs> that yeah, was always the yeah. plan. That was always the game plan. It was like Thursday, Friday were great because they weren't that busy. Saturday was a fucking nightmare and you just never planned on anything <laughs> getting done. I can appreciate that. Because yeah. everyone's gone. Because everybody's there. I don't know why. Yeah. I, think they, I think they get more people in on a Saturday than they do on the, on the other two days. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably fair. Won't lie, like because it's the but weekend's sat- the first. It ma- it makes the weekend a really good day to just meet meet up with people, or just like chat to devs and stuff. You know what I mean? Just like that's what I used to do. Yeah. Like, I used to just, just like chat people. <laughs> Be like, oh hey, you're doing game? Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, let's chat about your game, and and then like let's just chat about life. <laughs> chat about life. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I miss it because I haven't been for like three years. Uh, yeah, I do miss EGX. There's no doubt about it. Will I go next year? I'm not fully sure yet. Like, I'll have to have a think. I'm planning but, on it, but I but I have I have tons of people I need to I need to meet. You know what I mean? Like, can't go another year with like, oh well, maybe next year. No, <laughs> no, yeah, we're doing, thing it. About we're doing it. it. Yeah, next year. we've got things that we need to do. Things to do, places I mean, to go. This year has been such a wild roller coaster. 
who even fucking knows what we're going to be in like yeah. September 2023. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, freaking beginning of May. I didn't think I was going to be working for PlayStation. <laughs> like, if uh, if we we sat down, we sat down on a podcast and we previewed the games coming out in 2022, like January, Sadie. Yeah, and like, like if I had asked you, Moody, do you think you'll be making games? <laughs> At a at a studio in twenty twenty two, at that point, like, do you think you legit seriously like have a job and do the thing? Because I know you no. were planning on it. I was. But you were also doing college. Like hell, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I went back to college because I didn't find a job yeah. in the industry, so I just went back because best to keep on learning and doing all that and everything. And yeah. but I was like, I was very open with college, saying if I if I'm lucky enough to get into the industry, I'm out. I'm I'm gone. I won't be coming back here for college and everything like that. Um, and they knew that, and they were all right with it. Um, and even though my teacher, like he said, when I, like when I left, and I, like emailed me saying congratulations, all like that, is there no chance you can finish? I said, no, <laughs> no, no, I can't. I had one <laughs> goal. <laughs> I'm working a full-time job, dude. No, go away. Like, Thank you very had, much for your help. I had one goal when I started doing this course, and I have achieved that goal. <laughs> yeah, but no, no yeah, it's it's, it's bonkers. It's so it it's just it's like I'm I'm getting I'm getting very I'm just getting very like I don't know introspective right now because it's wild how like you can come into a year, let's say. With all of these plans, because I we talked about this, and I had the goals, and I had the list, and it was all of the things that I wanted to accomplish in 2022, and and it's just gone like, <laughs> like it's just gone so far off course at this point. There's no doubt. Like my aim was by it to by the end of the year would be to be working in the industry. Like that was my aim. I don't deny that. Did I think I was going to be able to do it? No, because I just lack self confidence in myself. <laughs> And, and, and singing my song and, Q, and QA just like because that's what I'm in and everything it's like it's the hardest part to get into like because everyone considers it the bottom of the barrel job the the baseline to start with and then work your way so up everyone thing. applies for it yeah and yeah. there's so many people applying for it it's it's absolutely insane so I truly believe like I know people say you can get into it without having the in in have without having the experience or anything or knowledge but i truly believe the knowledge i learned from college helped me there's no doubt about that like it's insane to think um for it and um yeah it's insane that i worked for playstation for four months you worked for playstation for four months yeah that's what i got a war four years you bastards (laughs) Am am i allowed to say that i knew that You'd seen yeah, it. you could say that now. Yeah. And <laughs> I knew that, one. nerds. I knew about God of War. I knew stuff about God of War before any of y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason I and the reason I know things like that is because I can keep a fucking secret. <laughs> Unlike fucking all these yeah. people leaking all this shit all over the fucking internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people tell me things, yeah. and it's like a steel trap. It goes in, and it does not come back out again. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it really is. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy <laughs> sure, to think funny. that. Go on. No, I just remember when we were podcasting with Sadie and, like, she was, she, she, she'd gotten a job at Konami. And I was like, I knew yeah. and, and I couldn't say anything. <laughs> so all the time it was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My friend. 
It was well, it wasn't it wasn't when we were podcasting. It was when we were podcasting, and you were talking about Yu Gi Oh, and I was sat there going. And in my head, I was like, oh, "My friend's just got a job working for working working on Yu Gi Oh." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. She came on. We talked about what was our most anticipated games. Yeah, and, and literally, went, like, what a week or two later, the game came out, and I was just like, "What, <laughs> City? <laughs> okay." <laughs> I don't know you, but how dare you? <laughs> but no, yeah, no, yeah. It's like, yeah, just that's the great thing about it. Like, like I'll say it right now. Like, the first game I was I ever worked on with the company I'm working with, who I helped pass the criteria that I needed to pass, comes out next week. That's amazing. That we that our company worked on to help port to Switch and PlayStation Four to PlayStation Five, and I can't wait for that. Is, I can it say available, I, is it available via Boomerang? Yes, it is. It is. My, I don't know if my name is going to be attached to it. I know my company is going to be attached to it, and I think that's how it is. If it's games that our company are properly developing, my name's going to be all over it and everything because I would have worked on it and everything. But um, that, the company I'm working with helped mm. port this game that's coming out on the 30th of November. It's called, and I love this. I love it so much that it's a game I never even thought about. That I thought, what? What is your dream game? Your the first game you wish that you would help release? Oh, it's cost God of War Ragnarok. It's Horizon Forbidden West. It's The Last of Us. It's Halo. Nah, Horse Club Two Adventure Play Bay. That's my first game that comes out yeah, the 30th of November for PlayStation Five and the Nintendo Switch. Horse Club Two. I'm I'm going digging through those credits. I don't think I'm on it. You'll see my company's name because we help. I'm looking. I'm looking anyway. (laughs) I want to look. I want to post it on because you can't. I want to post it on social media and just be like, "Look, that's my friend. That's my friend." (laughs) Uh, But no, yeah, it's like. To know a trailer for that a few weeks ago when you were still working on it, and I was like, "Yeah, cool." I, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. this is fine. You know what I mean? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll say this for, for a fact right now. It's not a game that is like what we talked about with God of War Ragnarok last week or anything like that. But it's a game that's going to bring in so many people who love that type of game. Yeah. I'm so happy that it. That, that, you hear so much horror stories and everything like that for like games not passing the criteria straight away. This passed straight away. And I was that's so something. proud that I helped that happen. It was I, I was one of the main people who played the game throughout. I'll say this right now. There's no evidence to it, and that pisses me off. But I was the first fucker the platinum the fucker on PlayStation 5. <laughs> and then I had to delete it. Oh, uh, <laughs> Moody's <test>. first platinum. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. We believe you. My, we believe <laughs> My boss was saying, and now we have to delete it. I was like, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminds me Can of. Take um, a picture? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it reminds me of um, having to like when I get like codes super early for like important games. Yeah, and it was like it wasn't like a criteria or, of playing the game or anything, but I always used to make sure like I had to fucking private my accounts because yeah. like you just get fucking spammed all the time. Like I remember playing. What's Mass it like? What's it like? What's it like? What's it like? How did you get this game? <laughs> I remember playing Mass Effect Andromeda like three, two or three weeks before it came out, and it was just like for fuck's sake, man! Like the thing was popping off, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this! <laughs> this just privated my whole account. 
And then people are like, oh, what are you trying to hide? And it's like, I'm not trying to hide anything. I'm trying to fucking, I'm just trying to play in peace. Like, <laughs> like uh, when I did a uh, stream of Far Cry 5, there was like an embargo thing. And I, was, I did a stream for like two hours. Um, and like, it's the most views I've ever had on Twitch. Like, I can just say that straight away. Because the game wasn't out yet. Um, but like so many people were coming in going, oh, how did you get this? And I'm like, hard work. <laughs> like, <laughs> because I work my fucking ass off, like making content. Um, and they're like, oh man, you're so lucky. And I was like, nope, but luck had nothing to do with it. <laughs> like I've worked hard. We've talked. They sent me a disc. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how this works. Um, yeah. And you just get so many people just like fucking giving you shit for it, or you know what I mean. Or it's just like, look, man, start a Twitch channel, start a YouTube channel, go for years, <laughs> build up a reputation, and then get wined out by a bunch of people who get blocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just don't trying even to get have fun. blocked by me because I don't even see him anymore. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, like that's so cool that your first game's coming out, like. Your first game, first first ship game, first ship game. I'm just getting the timestamp right in my head. <laughs> no, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. House Club it, Two Adventure. It looks like it, honestly, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. Like you should, because you told me about it a while ago. You showed me the trailer for it, and like it looks like a fun game for the demographic that Hell yeah. would want to play yeah. it. Yeah, really is. Yeah, for the demographic it's aiming for, like the first one sold bonkers. Yeah, it was bonkers, I mean, if they're making it, if they're making it, if they're making a sequel, yeah, sure. Um, and yeah, so Horse Club Adventures too. Actually, it was funny. I, I was thinking about you actually because I did see a um, I saw a review pop up like two, three weeks ago from this uh, this site I follow, uh, like a little site, lady ladiesgamers.com. Um, and they reviewed Horse Club Adventures too, and and. I get emails every time they publish an article. And so I saw it pop up in my inbox and I was like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at the review now to see what they said. Because I think they liked it, I'm pretty sure. It's a long review. Yeah, 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 it got their like top. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot, Final Verdict, because that's their sort of review scale. You got a thumbs up. Yay. It's a delightful simulation game which will appeal to many young gamers. I've never yeah, had a great passion for horse riding, but I thoroughly enjoyed galloping around and participating in virtual horse events. That's it. It's a review. Looks cute. Just so happy for you, man. Now what's your next game? I can't technically say it, but I'm not going <laughs> to. I can't technically say it because there are trailers out there for it, but I'm not going to. That, that would be like me. I can technically tell you where I was when I wanted to say it, but I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next um, year for my company, it could be a massive year for us. So, well, look, it's going to be exciting. We've got some games in the pipe of what we're looking forward to. So, like, yeah. I don't know all of the games you're working on, obviously. But like the games that I know that you're working on, that like are public knowledge, not yeah, yeah, yeah. secrets, like that are actually public knowledge and stuff. Like there's some games where I'm like, this is like hell yeah, like, I'm fucking, I want this game, like for sure. Um, Bramble the Mountain King is one of like I've had my eye on for years at this point. 
<laughs> and I'm like, hell yeah. Give me that game. Give me that game, Mooney. <laughs> I like I'll say this like um I give I think it's fair, I give content creators some shit sometimes. I don't deny that. Because no, I sometimes really? I just, yeah. <laughs> because like I just feel like it's just like I don't know. I just don't have a great opinion of them. I think another and everything like that. But one of the biggest YouTubers out, there, I can't remember his name, did a playthrough of that, and it's just like, wow. Moves wow. the needle, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. And it's insane to think that, and it's like, well done, like yeah, and yeah. And that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a cool podcast so far. Fun? What a cool podcast we've had so far. Yeah, it's just rambling, and I like that. Just I like rambling. just rambling and shit. Yeah, rambling's it's, got a lot of, it's got a lot of things going on, man. Rambling's a lot of fun. It's like a vlog, but longer. And there's two people here. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to edit out all the bits where I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. Do you want to do the thing that you said you wanted to do? Well, why not? Yeah, yeah. Let's do like 25 like... minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're only going to get into it for like 20 minutes and then we'll be talking to the other stories. Yeah, well, I mean, we've, we've had some fun. You know, we talked about how we became friends and EGX and working in the industry and your first yeah. game is shipping in... What is it? It's Monday. Three Two days. days. Three days. Two days. Amazing. Which is insane to think. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like, uh, like obviously we there's not much news or anything like that. So we thought, I thought, like, yeah, why not? Let's continue just the rambling chattiness that we've been doing this today. This uh, episode. Let's talk about the games that have made an impact on us. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I have, I have not played anything <laughs> in the last seven days <laughs> i've played pokemon Scarlet. <laughs> uh i'm not ready to talk about that yet yeah yeah so i probably will talk about it more next week so i played pentamon for an hour and i was like this is a lot of reading my eyes are going blurry i'm gonna stop <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fair that's fair <laughs> let's do it games that have made an impact on us games that have made an impact <laughs> Well, bloody hell, man. It's like, there's so many. Like, I've, I've whacked up a list quickly for myself, and these basically okay. these the games that came to my mind for me. I'll start with the, my, the, for the longest time, my favorite game of all time, Final Fantasy IX. Final Fantasy IX. It's one of my, it's my favorite game of all time. There are other games that are up there, which I will talk about. But yeah, Final Fantasy IX, I, I still to this day remember getting that on Boxing Day. On Christmas Day, I got a PlayStation 2. Okay. Uh, and Boxing Day, we went out. Uh, we always get, we, my parents always got me and my brother always an extra gift. And I wanted Final Fantasy 9. <laughs> no idea what Final Fantasy 9 was, by the way. Because I wasn't much of a game. I just like played just for the heck of it. And I liked the look of the box. And I liked the look of the box, the, the box art on the back. And I went, I want this. I mean, the box art it's simple right yeah but it catches your eye yeah it does yeah it really does and um Keep i remember playing it 
Yeah, no worries. I remember playing it. And I played it and completed it twice between Boxing Day and New Year's Day. And I never moved from my my room for those four days, apart from obviously needing to go for some food or going to the bathroom and everything. And I was a young, smelly little boy that day, those four days. Um, maybe not my proudest moment whatsoever, but I fell in love with those games the, the, for, for that game, Final Fantasy IX. The characters Zidane, Vivi, yeah. Garnet, or Dagger, depending on what name you want to give her. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because she, yeah, she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go un- in undercover," and I was just just to make a name Garnet still because it was funny. <laughs> I'm going undercover as Garnet. Wait, aren't you? <laughs> I do that. No, in no, Res- no, no, no. I do that in Final <laughs> Fantasy VII as well, you know, Red 13, where you don't know his name until the middle of the game. It's yeah. Nanaki, but I always just used to call him Nanaki. And then the dialogue when he gets to Cosmo Canyon is really funny. <laughs> Sorry, I can I hear you all the, way, all the way there and back again. That was awesome. I bet you could. I bet you could. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like Final Fantasy IX, it was just such a, so impactful on me. I still play at least once, like say every two two years i would say give or take depending on like how many how many games are out that year right (laughs) (laughs) it is a big beefy game there's no doubt about it and there's no doubt about like if i play it on like on my playstation or playstation or playstation on my xbox or hacking my pc i'm not gonna lie i use the cheats now i'm just whacking through it doing fast speed and everything killing everything instantly and it's it's just because I'm just now there just for the enjoyable entertainment and enjoyable story and everything that I have from it. And it's just really, really just a great game and I love it to bits. Yeah, I mean, when I replay God of War Ragnarok as somebody who has the Platinum Trophy and is 100% of the entire game, which apparently I did faster than than the hosts of a trophy room, the PlayStation podcast. What? <laughs> Shame cause, on them! Because we're up on Hive now. Like, there's people like moved over like Hive Social, and like Kyle posted, um, he got the platinum a couple of days ago, and I was like chatting him about that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I beat PlayStation and podcast hosts to the platinum of God of War Ragnarok. But like, I'm definitely gonna knock that difficulty all the way down if I ever replay it. Because I'm like, I've done all this stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need to prove Just, anything to myself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I already did that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man, it's such a. I remember Final Fantasy IX. I remember it took me way longer to complete than it probably should have because I got really addicted to that card game that you could play in it. Yeah, the card um, game's decent. Yeah, no doubt. And I skipped. I got really close to the end and ended up skipping an entire Deus Ex form to finish it. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to keep playing this. Mom's at work. She's not going to know I've not gone at six form. Just keep playing Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> <laughs> and I did. Finished Hell yeah. Um, that's a great game. It is, um, yeah. And, like, and if the rumor is true that they are remaking that, oh my God, Amy. That might, like, reactions might need to be around then. I might need I mean, to be around for the reaction. Like, if we hear there's a PlayStation thing coming soon like i'm gonna have to be on to react to that i have no choice sure yeah yeah man 
And if it, I know, I've, I've already stated that I don't intend to be watching the Game Awards this year. I'll watch the highlights, like the see who wins and see what trailers come out. If but if I get a text from you in the morning saying, David, we need I you know. to react to something. <laughs> Thing is, and I'll you'll know, know what, what I'm talking mean. about. You'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I'll be like, what? No, you'll have how. It'll be one of those things. I know you don't like it when I send you texts when you're asleep and the Game Awards is on or like four o'clock in the morning. I'll mute myself. It's fine. But like you will have a text message off me after that happens. <laughs> yeah. I will send you that. I don't give a shit what time it is. I'll be like, Moody, Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I'll just be texting my boss. Yeah, so I'm going to be late. <laughs> I just need to do I one thing do real some, quick. I need to do one thing. And then I need to write my tears. <laughs> yeah. Then I need like 10 minutes to compose myself. Yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah. hey, I've been through that with Final Fantasy VII Remake, right? Like, yeah. I, already went through I was through that. I went through that with the teaser and tr full trailer for the Disney's live action remake of The Lion King. Like, when you first see the, te the teaser in here, wow, I was like, what? <laughs> I teared up and I remember that day to the. I remember the, this day. And yeah, okay, the film was. Beautiful and yes, same as the cartoon and everything. But I don't care. It was still like, my God, I remember the trailer. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's like it's we went doing video when when they announced Final Fantasy VII remake. So there's no like video of me losing my mind. Like I yeah. think I was sat in, oh, I was sat in a group chat with with Keith and Russ and Tom um, while the play, and we were all in separate locations, and the PlayStation thing was happening, and. This group chat started pinging off of me, being like, "Is this, is this Final Fantasy Seven? Is this what the fuck is this Final Fantasy Seven? Well, and then it just gets progressively like more and more unhinged, more spelling yeah. mistakes, capital letters. You know, it's just like what the fuck. <laughs> and then you see Cloud, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> but in text form. <laughs> um, I don't believe that. It's good shit. It's good shit. I mean, that like, so yeah, when you were like, oh, games that made an impact on us i was like well what kind of an impact right because if i enjoy something it makes an impact on me that's how art works but yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah like really impactful games like like uh, so like my my gaming story like because i had like consoles and stuff when i was growing up when i was a kid but it was just like i was like meh you know whatever on games like i had sonic and i had golden axe and had all these like Sega games that people are like, oh, these are classics. And I was like, yeah, sure, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, they're fine, right? <laughs> but, like, gaming gaming never really, like... For me, for me, the metric was, like, did I game more or did I read more? And, like, gaming never became that thing where I was like, oh, I have to be doing this, you know? Like, I beat Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, I beat Sonic the Hedgehog. And I was, had, I was the only person I knew who had, like, a Mega Drive with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 built into it. Everybody else got Alex yeah. the Kid. <laughs> Oh bless them! People thought I was making it up. I was like, no, I'm not. Like, it's, it's a Sonic Mega Drive. I don't know what to tell you. But like, like I didn't really get into gaming as like a a thing that I loved until PlayStation, uh, the PS One, and and like it was two games more or less around the same time. I don't know if they were back to back. Like, I don't. My memories, you know how memory works of like something that happened like decades ago, right? Yeah. But like. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 was the first one um, like I saw someone talking about this on Twitter a little while ago where it's like not the games that you love or the game necessarily your favorite games but the ones where you just went wait games can do this like wait games can do this 
they can be this thing. And like, yeah. So you used to play in like Sonic and Golden Axe and like it's a level. And you beat the level and then you do the other level. And maybe if you play in like Streets of Rage, you do it with a, with a friend. And you pick a, a trash can and smash it all on the head and it's funny. But playing Final Fantasy VII, did the exact same thing you did. <clears throat> Knew nothing about it. I was just in Blockbuster one day. I had birthday money. I saw the, the box art. And I was like, this looks cool. <laughs> this looks like this looks like it might be all right. And you know what? Like that, ah, sure, I'll give it a go. I read the back of the box and I was like, this sounds interesting. And then like you play it and it's like, wait, what? Like games can have like proper stories. Games aren't just like games don't just have to be like level one, level two. They can be like a world that you can go around and it has characters and a story and it can make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, shit. And I played that all summer. So like it was like summer holidays. And I just played it all the way through summer. Beat it. And then I was like, fuck. Are there more games like this? <laughs> let me start getting so at that point I was like, let me start getting gaming magazines. Because like I want I need I now need to find out are there more games yeah. like Final Fantasy Seven. And I got a game magazine. And again, I don't know if it was necessarily the next, the very next like magazine I bought after playing Final Fantasy. But that's just how it works. Because you build your brain builds up narratives. I bought this magazine, it had a demo disc, and on that demo disc it had a it had a demo for Resident Evil 2. <laughs> and again, it was that similar sort of thing of like, wait, this this is this game is just a, a, a world, right? Like it's a thing. It's it's not like levels. It's like you just run around this mansion and you unlock the doors and stuff. It remembers where you've killed the zombies. And <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Like, I mean, like my mind is just exploding in all these different directions. So like, I don't want to say like, those are my first ones. I can't separate them in my head. A demo for Resident Evil 2 and Final, and, and like Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> where I was just like, I'm in. Like, at this point, I am all the way in on video games. And luckily... Yeah. I have a parent that works at Blockbuster Video. It's free rentals. <laughs> so I can rent anything I want. <laughs> so I stopped renting non-stop Star Trek videos. <laughs> and I started renting video games. And I got to play so many PlayStation games. And it was just incredible. Like, all of a sudden, it was like this world just opened up to me. Like, from, the, from just playing these two games and realizing, like, what video games can actually, like, be. Um, and like, just, yeah, from that moment on, it was just like, oh, okay, maybe it's a video game doesn't have to be Mario, you know, as great as that game is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. iconic and everything like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And like, obviously those games existed, because obviously I played the seventh fight, you know, there's six more before that. Um, So those games always existed somewhere, but like... It was Final Final Fantasy VII was like my first contact with that kind of game, so that was what opened it up to me, and that that was that was basically why I play games as, as much as, as much as I do, and yeah. where I am right now, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Like, it's it's an amazing what like what the what some games have done for you and how it transitions you to certain things. So like, like you brought Resident Evil. I'm going to remind you I... of that pun that you didn't realize was a pun in about 15 minutes. <laughs> Cool. Uh, like Resident Evil 2, that brought that that I love and still love to this day. It's like it's still arguably one of the best horror 
uh, horror games of all time, and then obviously they remade it, and the remake was masterful and everything. You can't mm-hmm. can't really fault it. But from Resident Evil 2 took me to the game I've continued to say I want to remake to, and that's Dino Crisis. I absolutely adore the first Dino Crisis. I enjoy Dino Crisis too, but the first one, I remember playing that with my old friend of mine in his house, and like we remember the part like where we're just we're running down the down the aisle. D- 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 going to get this thing then boom through the window a fucking raptor jumps on you nice. ready to tear your head out and I'm like and we literally scream our heads off he chops the remote nice. his controller into the air and almost smashes it and then obviously we die because he didn't get to the controller in time and we're just like yeah 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 did that. And, uh, and still to this day like I love it I can't like, uh, that's why I'm so passionate of hoping that Capcom would do a remake to it but like yeah I love the characters for it just the what I loved so much about it was just like they made it so it was so tight knit. It was only a handful of characters in the game. It's like four or five of them even, and it's like and then it's just dinosaurs that you have to try and survive for. I remember the first time you meet the T Rex and it smashes its smashes head through, through the, the through the window and everything. You're just like, how the hell am I meant to survive this? Yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's incredible. I really enjoy it. It's just like I just remember those type of that, that impacted story for it. Like, and then I'll go, like, to this one, like, everyone knows I love Pokemon. The original for games, blue, red, and yellow. I adored those on my on my old uh, Game Boy Color. I adored them, and I still stand, hold them to great deal, to my heart, yeah. to, to this day. And, like, that's why I still love Pokemon to this day, like, everyone can see and whatnot. And, like, I'm playing Scarlet and Violet and everything, and I've played all of all the games. Um, and, yeah. I can't like all these have impacted me in such a way that have made yeah. me who I am. Yeah, sure, of course. Um, yeah, like I played a ton of like PlayStation. Like, if you want to talk like a console that impacted me, it would be the PlayStation One because that's what started me off. Dino Crisis, great game. I did the same thing. I played it with a friend, like passing the controller backwards and forwards. And like that one, the part that stands out to me is when the T-Rex smashes its head through the window. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, it was a cool game. Like that one, Resident Evil 3, I think, was one we did together as well. Uh, and it was like others. I mean, he didn't want to play Silent He thought Silent Hill was too scary for him. So I had to do that one by myself. <laughs> Which is good. But no, like Dino Crisis. Like, I can't talk much about a Pokemon despite Pokemon. Yeah there and pokemon there and it's just like i've played so that's a really hours. weird thing about you though isn't it like you you like certain designs of pokemon you never your first pokemon experience was sword, sword. and shield it was sword and i don't have which you um, never completed because you hit a certain evolution and you're like i'm out, like, I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this. How, dare, how dare you how dare you pokemon how dare you do that um <laughs> I mean, I do it. It's just like po- the thing with Pokemon games is I just need to find that window of opportunity to like get into it because there's always something else going on in my life when a Pokemon game comes out. It's like it's not even just necessarily, oh, there's other video games. It's like, no, no, <laughs> there's like shit going on in my life where I'm just like, yeah, I don't have yeah. time for a Pokemon game right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, I'd love to, and one day maybe I will. But like every time, and I go in with the best of intentions. I think this is the one. Pokemon uh, Violet, Scarlet Violet, are out. This is it. This is the one I'm going to play. And then life happens, and I'm like, oh, guess that wasn't the one I want to play. What's next? 
Oh, but yeah, um, I don't know what what be my next one. If I'm trying like to chronologically through my life, I guess the next game that had a massive so I'm impact kind of trying on me, to do as well. I guess the next one that had an impact on me would probably be Halo. Like one, but this count it counts for the whole series for like different reasons. But like the first Halo game was like for size, it was the. F- and I loved playing Goldeneye, and I loved playing Perfect Dark on the Nintendo 64. Played shitloads of them with friends. It was a lot of fun. Halo was the first console shooter that was good. <laughs> like, Goldeneye and Perfect says. Dark were fun games to play with friends because they were highly chaotic. They weren't very good games. And it's not the developer's fault. It's the It's the controller's fault. It's the hardware's fault. We hadn't figured out how to make first-person shooters work on a controller yet. Um, like Halo figured it out and so I played that game obsessively and then you could do multiplayer with it, so you could but not not online because you didn't have that yet connecting Xboxes together <laughs> like I literally people would come to this house right and like you'd put the Xboxes together and it was like well we can't we're not going to do it in the same room that's boring because then we can hear each other's screens and stuff so we literally Russ got his brother to sold it to take the system link cable, cut it in half, and extend it. So like sold it a massive cable together, <laughs> so we could take the cable right, and one team could be up upstairs, and then we fed it through the window, <laughs> down the stairs, in the, through the other window where the main TV was, and then the other team was in the other room, and you just we'd be screaming at each other from down the stairs and stuff. Like that was our multiplayer experience of, of Halo. Interesting. And then like two teams be playing on split screen. So you'd have like these tiny little relatively like to modern day TVs, like these tiny little CRT TVs, and then you get like one corner of the screen. Like Yeah. And we used to play that for hours at a time. Like entire day. It would be like if we were doing a Halo thing. It, that would be the whole day. That would be what we'd be doing all day. Take a break, eat some food, trash talk each other, go back to your respective rooms, play more Halo. <laughs> trash talk each other. Love and it. I used to be the best. Just saying. I used to be the best at Halo. You have, you have the scoreboards, there was eight of us, and I always used to have the most kills, most flag captures. I was the best. And like it extends to, but it extends to like the whole series, right? Because like Halo 2, I played that in university. Um, and that was when Xbox Live started being a thing. It was like one of yeah. the first games on Xbox Live. So like it was a good way to keep in touch with my friend. Like because at the time it was like I was playing with Russ. And then like Halo Three comes out, and more people are getting Xboxes. Like more people I know are getting Xboxes. People are getting it. Like Halo, like Keith started join us. So like Halo Three, Halo Reach, and it just it became more than just a good game that I really really enjoyed great game yeah. i really enjoyed and it became like a part of a way where i would keep in touch with with, with people because we'd play halo together and that's that's the impact part there are some games but the impact part is they're such a big part of how i managed to like make friends or keep friends and like make memories with those friends all the way through like to halo reach the that's amazing. Ones, like, so, I was, I'm living up here now, so I don't need, <laughs> don't need to use Halo to keep yeah. in touch with them. Like they're over there. Yeah. We have Discord. Yeah. Now. We have like multiple <laughs> options for keeping in touch. Now it's not just like, oh, Xbox Live is our only choice. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it's insane to think. Like, yeah, like I missed Halo altogether. 
Like I wasn't an Xbox person. I like the first Xbox I ever got was the 360, and I never even touched Halo then. Um, sure. And it was just one of those things. Like, like, like you and me played it over the pandemic and everything, and I had a lot of fun. Like you and me playing it and whatnot, but I never yeah, really yeah, clicked yeah. with it at the same time. It's just one of those. It was just I, I missed it. Like I, it was just one of those times that I missed. It's like the same with like the the Gears franchise. People who play that and love that franchise, like love that franchise but when i watch when i've seen it and i think i'm just like this doesn't work for me and it, but i love that it works for so many people and that's what that's what's so great about different games so, and everything sometimes everything sometimes games. it's just timing you know what i mean sometimes oh, I definitely the boat yeah on things like pokemon like i just missed the boat on pokemon yeah um before we continue let's do a quick break for indie game of the week and then we'll crack on with talking about some more cool games let's do this sound good so this is Indie Game of the Week. This is the thing we do every week where we talk about one cool-looking upcoming indie game that we kind of like the look of. This week's Indie Game of the Week is Paleo Pines. Is Paleo? It's got to be Paleo. Paleo Pines. Welcome to Paleo Pines, a peaceful island of pioneers and affectionate dinosaurs. Here, evolution took a different path. Survival of the kindest, creating a world in which humans and dinosaurs live together in harmony. Is the only non-descendant of the legendary Flute Whisperer, your arrival on the island is met with delight by local inhabitants. Together with your Parasaurolophus companion Lucky, you build a thriving ranch, make friends wherever you go, and unearth the lost history of your ancestors. There's plenty to explore out in the wilds of Paleo, of Paleo Pines, from the flowery fields of the Viridian Valley to the high canyons in the desert. Stroll around the various different areas to find wild crops to forage, colourful characters that might need a hand, or, of course, a dinosaur to befriend and take home to your ranch. A variety of adorable dinosaurs roam the wild areas and can become your friends as well as helpers on your ranch. Gain their trust to create customised pens for them to frolic, feed them, treat them, give them attention, and keep them happy. Your efforts may very well result in your dinosaur friends trusting you enough to help you, take, to help you out with your farming tasks, and don't forget to pat them on the nose. That's it. <laughs> uh, Paleo Pines is being developed by Italic Pig and it's coming in 2023 to PC via Steam. There's a link in the description below. Go check the game out. Look at some screenshots. Watch a trailer. Hit that wishlist button. Support some independent developers. Always hit the wishlist button. Wishlisting is very important <laughs> to help and very helpful for developers. I can very much confirm this. Yes. <laughs> and that's why my wishlist is huge. <laughs> if you're ever thinking oh i'll buy amy a christmas gift let me have a look at a steam wish list and buy her a game off that you don't because <laughs> it's fucking massive and you won't find many games that are actually out <laughs> on it but uh, i mean good luck with that scroll through that wish list if you know me and find a lot of cool cool games we did that once <laughs> I remember just seeing this massive uh, string of notifications on, on Steam just being like, Daffy Moody has wishlisted like 100 games. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I think I did I did do that. I did do that you indeed. Did, you did. You did. Uh, let's get back to talking about cool games. Cool games video games. History. Next one for me is Star Wars Kota. Nice. Two. Sith Lords. Cool. Not the first one, it's the sequel. That's the one I actually fell truly in love with. It's the first one I actually played compared to the first one. It's a really weird thing. I was a kid. I didn't really care. Kids um, are idiots. <laughs> yeah, so that's it. Hey, I'll say this right now. 
My favourite films, everyone knows who it is, Alien and Aliens. I watched the sequel first, before I watched Alien. <laughs> Didn't even think. Just, just, just fan put it on. Shouldn't have watched it at my age, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was being Terminator. I should not have watched that as soon as I did. But I did. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I'll just watch that again. <laughs> That's a good film. I did a James um, Cameron day yesterday. <laughs> oh, nice. Didn't we get saw, through all his films because they're so long, but I love them. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question before you start talking about Go. KOTOR 2. Like, so you stopped playing games for a while and then got back into it. Was it KOTOR 2 was the one that got you back into it? No, it was the uh, Uncharted and the okay. Mass Effect area. Or PlayStation oh, 3, good. Xbox 360. Yeah. The back okay. end. Basically, you say 2012, 2013. We're not oh, all right. like... Okay. Yeah. I remember That's that age of gaming well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Coda Two. Like I, I, I have huge nostalgia for the first Coda, but the sequel one for some reason, reason just connect clicked with me so much. I just loved the the combat and how it worked. Yeah, I didn't have the internet then or anything like that, so I had no idea that this they got this out in two years, and they probably should have had more time on it and everything. I didn't know anything about development or anything at that time. They um, probably should have had more time on it. The Obsidian Entertainment story, because like, they did that so many times. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. But I loved it. I really had a lot of fun with it. I loved the characters. I loved each one about it. And then I realized when I played two, one, I was just like, these characters are just as great. But because I already knew the spoiler from the first one, because of the first sequel, sequel the impact of that never really made me go... Oh, and everything oh, like that. Shit. But I also yeah. understand the impact on that at the same time. And it was just like, yeah, the Kota games are great, but like I always have a nostalgia for the Sith Lords. I just always have. I preferred sure. the combat in that one in compared to the first one. I felt like the combat in the first sequel was a lot more smoother. Hey man, until until I'd say like fairly recently, Obsidian Entertainment never got the fucking kudos they they deserved for the games that they made. <laughs> I would still say they're probably still not getting them. I think they got a lot of praise for their last game they released, but I think they're still aiming. Wait, well, I think we're still waiting for that one, like Horizon, uh, the God of War remake, the God of War of 2018 and everything, where everyone's like loving their development and everything. And I think That's they're still true. waiting for that. Fallout New Vegas mm. is underrated. Fight me. Yeah, like um, that, a lot of people praise that as the best Fallout, and yet. It is. <laughs> you know and yep it is yeah. and it's not even close <laughs> yeah. um but yeah man like so here's a fun fact for you i've never played the second quarter no no here's an even, do, you an even do you want an even funner what? fact never even finished never the first them. one <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that i knew you were gonna say that so quarter came out at a time when I had this I had this weird period. I didn't like stop playing games. What happened was I got into WoW. So you stopped so playing I had, games. <laughs> so I had Halo 2. So I had Halo 2 where I was playing it in I played thousands of hours of that game. And yeah. I was um keeping up with people and it was a social thing and then I got and then my my housemate got me into WoW. So that period of time I missed a ton. I missed a ton of games cuz the only other games I was really playing were GameCube games as like a social thing. Um, so like Smash Brothers, for example, or Mario Kart Double Dash. So like Koto, I I had it, I played it, I didn't finish it. That would have probably been a game I would have finished if I'd been playing on PC, but I was playing it on an Xbox, and it's 
not the greatest kind of game to play on an, <laughs> on an Xbox, I feel like it's fair to say. Um, and obviously, because I never finished the first one, I never played the second one. But I heard really good things about them. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. The, the only thing that I that I can see maybe people may be annoyed about or like question, and I even questioned it myself, was just like, so all this massive impactful thing happened in the original game in Kota, but the sequel's literally only two years later, so I'm like, where's everybody? Where is Revan and everything like that? And I'm just like, is he dead? And I don't know if they actually clarified it or anything like that, because I, well, I wasn't really fully paying attention. I was just like, lightsabers! Star Wars! Woo! Yeah, something like that. Yoda! Not Yoda, but Yoda! <laughs> type of thing. And yeah, it was just... You saying that has reminded me of another another game. So I wanna, I wanna I'm gonna quickly step back in time before I get back on the chronological timeline. Star yeah. Wars Dark Forces on PlayStation One. It's like a boomer shooter that was Star Wars, and it was pretty good. But for for whatever reason, my mom liked it. So we had this weird bonding moment over a a Doom style shooter with a Star Wars. Oh my skin god, on it. that's so cute. <laughs> so like I love that game. Like it's great. Played the whole fucking series. Um, but that one game specifically, I don't know why. It, I don't know why she like she gets she she got into the weirdest games. Maybe she like she liked that. There was a puzzle game on PS One called Karushi. She fucking was obsessed with that. And then it would just be like the strangest things that would catch her attention. Like I I would have thought like maybe story games would get it because she likes watching TV yeah. shows and stuff. But no, yeah, <laughs> she liked watching this me do one the parkour just... and Assassin's Creed. Because I, I missed tons of Assassin's Creed games. I think up to Revelations I hadn't played. And I ended up getting all of them all at one, play them all at once. <laughs> um, and she just watched me play them. And like PUBG, she would watch me play PUBG. I think she was more interested than I was. <laughs> um, but awesome. yeah, uh, so Dark, Star Wars Dark Forces. That was like the first game I remember. Like she kind of was around while I was playing. But to come back to to where we are in the chronological timeline, like I need to admit something. In the middle I, of it. I spent I spent a, a pretty decent chunk of time uh, being a being a being a PC gamer. What? <laughs> I know, right? I'm over I'm it now. I notice. It's fine. It was a phase. It was a phase. <laughs> like, the reason I the reason I got into PC gaming was because of um, immersive sims. You, you might have heard me talk about them once or twice. Um, and like so, like games like Deus Ex and Thief and stuff like that. Uh, System yeah. Shock. But uh, the one that got me into immersive sims was was the buggiest, most broken game. <laughs> That was also amazing, which is Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. I, like I got it because there was a there was a full page ad in Edge magazine, and it looked good and it sounded good, and I was like, "Cool, I know what Vampire the Masquerade is. I play D and I'm in, and I play it. And I I bought I bought it and played it before I read the reviews for it, which is good because a lot of the reviews were really bad. <laughs> and if it had put me off, I would have missed out on a game where I was like, "This is fucking amazing." It's yeah. an amazing game. It's busted up to all hell. The story behind it is is just as fascinating as the game itself. Um, but uh, like, yeah, that that kind of set me on a path of like again. It was that sort of like the curtain comes back and it's like, wait, how do I get more games that do what this is doing? 
where it's like it's not just a cool story it's not just like a, a cool world it's like oh like you the, the, it's the systems it's the it's the reactivity it's like you do this and then the world does this and it reacts like this and like then it led me to deus ex yeah which is one of the greatest games ever made <laughs> That's but again amazing. i played that and then played it on ps2 <laughs> don't do that don't play deus ex on, <laughs> don't play deus ex on a console for the love of god <laughs> But then I got it on PC and I was like, I played it on PC. It's like, again, like, it's like amazing. It's an amazing game. It's a first person shooter. So you go in thinking, oh, just shoot everybody, right? But like, no, you don't need to shoot people. Like, I, I, someone once said, you can tell if a game's an immersive sim if you can, sta- if you can stack a bunch of boxes together to jump around a problem that you should, would have otherwise had to shoot. And like, yeah, it's like you don't you you could just like approach the game in so many different ways. And to me, that's like one of my favorite things to do in games. Yeah, it's why I just made a video that was nearly an hour long about just on a two. So yeah, like that kind of set my taste. I think as well as like just being really good games. That's amazing. That is amazing. So I'm the final of- game of before we ha- before we had my gap. Go on. Yeah, I bu- I'm just realizing I'm kind you. of doing games in pairs. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, 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 like games have paired up in my head. Yeah. So I have one final game before we had my gap, basically, where I don't really remember much of what I played. I knew I played certain stuff, but never really impacted me on me before we got to like the the back end of PlayStation 3, 360, PlayStation 4, Xbox One area. And that is Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X, I absolutely fell in love with. I loved the the bonkiness with it. I loved the. I don't know why he's doing that. I loved. I've I loved had the like three hundred episodes of having to take my headset off every time I stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the characters. I loved everything about the world and everything in the story. I really, really connected with. I even enjoyed like uh, like part uh, part two. Because uh, it connects the story and finishes the story, I think such in such a great way with the characters of Titus and Yuna, and like you got Waka and Luna and Aaron and Orin, should I say? You got so many more characters, and it's just like a great characters, and I love the story, I love the world. The thing I think I loved most about this one was the world building. It was just so insane, like what they were going for and everything. And I just loved how they tied in the summonings and like, and changing up the battle system was really, really good as well. I really enjoyed that. I think that was like, and then I'll just say this just because I'm a lazy son of a bitch to hear that they had voice acting was just amazing <laughs> to me. I was just like, yes, voice acting, bring it on. Well, it's not no laziness. It's like, it's like you like listening like you, you it's not even just a like or a preference thing right it's like you get it in games because of the voice acting yeah 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 but this, this was like way before until now like me realizing that no this is because like i can't read very well i struggle with it i also lose my attention to it as well so i need i need like to be need to be read, read the words type of thing for it yeah which is so and yeah amazing. yeah and yeah but oh uh, yeah i just i loved it final fantasy 10 man I can I got I like it's the same with Final Fantasy Nine. I go back to it every so every like say two or three years for it. And yeah, it's just it's just a great it's a great game. I just loved it. It's fair. 
Is the right. is the voice acting cheesy? Yes. Is the ha 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 so laughable? But it's also there's a reason for it. It works if you properly look at it properly. Why they're doing it, and it's just brilliant. So uh, where are we? We're mid. I'm in the mid two thousands now. Yeah, so where absolutely. I go from there, like yeah, because I I did wow, so I missed everything <laughs> for like two years from beta to to Burning Crusade, and then I bounced as soon as they released the first expansion. I bounced. Um, what did happen next? Oh, um, my partner bought me an Xbox 360 because we didn't have an Xbox 360. I was bummed that I was going to miss Halo 3 because that was coming out. And uh, it was when I was working away. And I'd literally, I think I just offhandedly mentioned, I was, we lived in Leeds. I was in, I'd been in Liverpool all week. And I'd offhandedly mentioned that, like, oh, the place where I'm at has, like, an Xbox demo set up, and it's literally just playing the Halo 3 menu <laughs> on a loop for, like, a whole week. And I was like, I'm So it was, fucking, like, teasing you. This is the worst, like, because I don't know when I'm going to be able to play this game. And uh, I came back home on the Friday, and uh, and it was weird because we worked in teams, and I'd been sent to Liverpool, and, like, some other people that I knew had been literally sent to Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> The two, not just the deletes, to the place where my partner worked. So on a Friday, I would always walk up from the train station, go the and go and pick her up after work from on my way up, and we go and get food. And I walked in, and one of the people I knew, he, uh, from like traveling around and stuff, had said, "You've got the best girlfriend ever." And I was like, "Thanks, I know." Like I didn't even wait for like, the context of the of the sentence. I just went, "Thank you, I know. Thanks, yeah, yeah, thanks, I know." Um, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, thanks. And then. It was like, yeah, she bought an Xbox 360 <laughs> with her student loan, for, and and she had it on her to like for when I came back. And I, we went out. We went. We went out. To be fair, we left the bag there. We went out. We did our usual thing. We went to get food. We came back. We picked the bag up. We went home. Set the Xbox 360 up. I played Halo 3 all the way through the night. <laughs> Finished it. I was like, fucking, this is amazing. Um. That was cool, yeah. So once I got the Xbox 360, it was kind of like kickstarting again, right? Like I kind of like kickstarted my uh, my gaming again, but like it wasn't really anything from the Xbox 360 era apart from like playing Halo with friends and Left 4 Dead with friends. Like I guess the next like games that were impactful to me were like playing games where it was like where it was taking like the story to the next level, because like stories in games were cool and some of them were really good, but like it was never to that like. There was always more for them. There was always more. Like, you know what I mean? There was always more to come. Like, they got more places. And I guess, like, the one-two punch of Mass Effect 1 and then Dragon Age Origins, which I only bought because you, you got the special armor for Mass Effect 2 if you, if you pre-ordered it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I got this game. I might as well play it. And then it turns out it was amazing. Um, And it was just like, oh, like, cool. Like, this is where, like, choices and consequences and <laughs> and stuff start actually coming into video games, right? Um, and like, oh, they've got really good stories, and oh, what's this about Mass Effect? Like having like a sequel, like with like where it's like it remembers the things that you've done. Um, so that I think those were the next two like impactful ones. I, I was obsessed with both of these games. Like I must have completed them like ten times each, <laughs> like over and over again. I played them, and Mass Effect Two. After that, that's so. awesome. Three, not so much. Didn't really play. Didn't really replay three that much, <laughs> or at all. Are the flies massing? Sorry, <laughs> are the flies massing? 
No, no, someone was just telling me they were going to bed. I don't know why she needs to tell me this. She could have just texted me as I've got messenger open. But yeah, <laughs> but like then... so like that's that sort of story era where it was like, oh, you can play you can play games specifically just for the story. Like Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, yeah, like I never like obviously Halo didn't connect with me or like I've always said, but Love like... Halo. Story's cheesy blockbuster nonsense. Like I'm not playing it for this. For, for, I'm not going. This is an amazing story. You know what I mean? Like until Halo Four, yeah, yeah. I would say like where I was like I actually really connected with the narrative of that game. But like the first yeah. three games, <laughs> I was just like, you know what? It's fun to see Master Chief blow stuff up, <laughs> and it's got some great lines of dialogue in it. But I would never have gone. And it's a great story. It's like it's not really though, is it? <laughs> Still think those That's games true. are amazing, but I can't just hold my hands up and go. Oh, oh hell yeah. a story. <laughs> yeah. Like, what for you and me? Like, what we said, like, even I, like, even the, not the Halo guy, but even I say Halo 4 has the best story. Mm-hmm. It's without a doubt. He yeah, actually even, connects with yeah. the characters. Yeah. Uh, he actually has characters for me. and characterization. Like, Halo, yeah. like, Halo Man, who's <laughs> just a walking, like, if you think about his best, most iconic lines, they're one-liners. Like, there are very small moments of actual emotional pathos in the Halo trilogy, but they're so few and far between, most people probably don't really remember them. Instead, most people will remember the bit in Halo 3 where you go to rescue Cortana, and she's like, so have you got a plan to get us out of here? And Master Chief was like, oh, you know, I thought I might try shooting my way out. Mix things up a bit. It's a really fucking amazing joke, but it's a joke. It's it's just, you remember it because it's really funny in the context of yeah. Halo. Like, that's it. It's not it's like a big story moment or anything. But. Yeah, true. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Sorry. So this is where... Halo tangent no, no. over. <laughs> no, no. So this is where I started to come back. Obviously, I came back in late 360 PlayStation 3 era. Um, beginning of the PlayStation 4 era, basically. So basically. I came in, like, uh, for when the Uncharted franchise was kicking off when, uh, and the Mass Effect franchise was kicking off. And I think and those games, like, really brought me back. I really loved the Uncharted games, like, uh, f- all the way up to 4 into the PlayStation 4. Like, I really do just love those games. I think each one are great in their own merits and everything. And they just work in so many great ways with the characters storylines and everything and i just love the payoff what we get in number four that's so satisfying it's just mm. so great to see mm. that i can't wait to see if they do anything else more but like i still just remember the day like like i like both my, like my partner like she doesn't really she sometimes doesn't really sit down and watch me play but sure. when it came to uncharted ones she came and watched me play and everything and i got told off <laughs> <laughs> when Uncharted 3 came out so I took the day off for Uncharted 3 and I started playing it without her Aww. I completed it before she came home <laughs> oh no yeah 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 I was I was in the doghouse for about for a couple of hours uh, but I said no no it's alright I can play yeah, it again, play again. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and I did I played it again and she like she really enjoyed it and everything and like she really uh, that's how like me and her connected for a while like she doesn't really play games and everything but like she really likes watching them like she loved like uh watching me play L.A. Noir because she really could get into it as well because she likes detective stories or sure. murder mysteries and everything so she like helped me with that game and like same like goes with like Heavy Rain and uh, and Detroit Become Human and whatnot she like really loved watching those type of things because she could get into it uh, but yeah. no yeah like yeah my partner at the time was the same it was like she couldn't didn't really play games but like you stick on like Mass Effect and it was like, or Dragon Age. Dragon Age, she loved Dragon Age. She loved fantasy, so she really liked Dragon Age. Yeah. 
So you like sit down and play Dragon Age, and it would like she'd be sat there like watching. It's cool. It's fun. It's a good way yeah, to connect yeah. people. Oh hell yeah! And I get Mass Effect. Like Mass Effect is like for me is one of the greatest trilogies of all time. I absolutely adore the characters for it. They, I just fell in love with those that world and universe. And that's what I think. I think of what I loved so much, like going back to like from to Final Fantasy Nine. It was the worlds building and everything that I loved so much. From that one, the Final Fantasy X, Dakota, Uncharted, Mass Effect, and et cetera, and the other games sure. I'm going to talk about. But yeah, it's I'll bet like, like just, I'll bet like if someone takes the games that we've listed, and like actually puts them in a list and stuff, you could probably like someone could probably draw a line through all of them and go, "This is why you like these. This is why these ones specifically are all like in a line, right?" Yeah, <laughs> there'll be common threads between all of them. Um. Yeah, man. You looking forward to my Mass Effect video? Oh, hell yeah. I can't <laughs> wait for that. I think that's going to be so much fun. It really is. Because I already know some of your opinions on it, but like, I just can't wait to see how you're going to mix it in with your sense of humor as well. My sense of humor, I mean, even I'm worried about what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. no this is going to be a long-ass video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get back to three. I need to play three, like, because I stopped at two and then played God of War. And it's like, do I play more new games? I have a lot of games I want to get through. Mass Effect 3 is right there. And I'm like, I was really into Mass Effect 2 when I played it again. So we'll see what I do next. But yeah, um, playing games with other people sitting next to you watching is great. I love it. Yeah. Like, like that's why I can't wait for us like to do our charity stream. Like yeah, damn, hopefully that like, you will come down here, and yeah. like because of our, how I've got my setup and everything, it's going to be pretty damn perfect for us to be able to play stuff. Yeah, I can see the sofa. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's like I played uh, the last game I did that with. Uh, I played Life is Strange True Colors again <laughs> uh, with Nelly because I gave her my Xbox when I got my Series S. Um, actually, gave it to her before I got my Series S, but it was like I gave it to her and then I bought the Series S the next day. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't like you know months apart or anything, but like we, I just stuck you on had Life a plan. Is, yeah, I, I had my account on it, logged in and I was like, oh, let's play Life is Strange True Colors. So I just play through Life is Strange True Colors while while we were watching and stuff, and I let her make all the decisions apart from who she had to date. She had to date Steph. That was it. If I have the controller in my hand. <laughs> I don't care if you if I've said you get to make all the decisions if you choose Ryan and not Steph that's not what my hands are going to do <laughs> but like I miss doing shit like that man like Keith Keith's first ma- experience of the Mass Effect trilogy was with me because he has and I know he doesn't mind me talking about this because he's talked about it he has dyspraxia so like his eye-eye coordination isn't very good um, and it, he's, he's like he's he can play games now but like it's like a prac. I think I don't, it's like a thing where he's like he's he's worked on it. You know what I mean? Um, and like so back in the day when like I was braving about Mass Effect, um, saying this is amazing, you'd love it. I just played it. I just I was his. I was like the controller. <laughs> yeah. And he would just make all of the choices and do all the decisions and stuff. Um, and that was just such a fun way to experience Mass Effect. Like, because I'd already played the game, but then I'm replaying it. But then I'm not really in control right i'm just shooting things so that was a really interesting way to play those games we've just basically got stuck on mass effect (laughs) 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 um 
Huge fan of it. <laughs> uh, yours. Okay. Where was I of two hours up to Mass Effect? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there were many games that impacted me like for the next like few years after that, really. Because you know, Mass Effect, we had the Xbox 360 era. I didn't have a PS3. Um, I got a PS4. got an Xbox One. And like, it's all games that I love, but I wouldn't say anything really like hit me. You know what I mean? Um, until, um, until, uh, probably Celeste, I would say was probably the next game that was like an impactful game. That's um, fair. Celeste is an amazing game. Well, you know, like, so I played at, so I played two games at the start of 2017. Is that right? No. <laughs> 2018? <laughs> no, when did I, I come out? <laughs> what year did I come out? 2018, right? I think so. Okay, cool. So it was whatever year it was. <laughs> so All I Celeste. remember is that both you put out a thing and both me and Sophia dropped into your chat. When you, you did. That was a weird weekend for more reasons than anyone knows. Um, yeah, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll, I'll well, talk about it now because it's going to be part of the whole story. Because um, like, I'm not going to say like, I played two games at the start of 2018, which was the Red Strings Club, which had a transgender character in it. It was three games, sorry. The Red Strings Club, which is a cool indie game that had a trans character in it. Celeste, which was made by a person who is now has now transitioned but hadn't at the time. And Monster Hunter World, where you make your own character. And like <laughs> those three things all happen. And then I and then very shortly after I did those three things, um, I myself began the process of being like, oh shit, this is who I am. Like, what do I do about it? Twenty eighteen, um, I just wanted to confirm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when Monster Hunter World came out. Um It was uh it was those three games and then like they really like sort of helped me sort of like unlock parts of my brain. Um, it was playing them all at once, I think, like back to back to back. And I read some, I read some posts on on Facebook in a Facebook group I was in. Um, in conjunction with those three things, they all combined in my brain and <laughs> exploded. <laughs> I yeah. guess. Um, and so, like, I credit those three games. As well as a lot of other things, but in terms of like the games, it was those three games that really sort of like pushed me on that path that I'm that I was on now. And then like for the rest of the year, I was dealing with that while not telling everybody and having an online social presence where I'm on podcasts and I'm, I was still on my Xbox and me, so I was doing two podcasts a week and <laughs> and like I'm still playing games, I'm still reviewing games, and I'm I'm dealing with this stuff and <laughs> yeah. Held it together surprisingly well for that. Yeah, that, yeah. but it was I, I do remember that part v- kind a little bit because like obviously like the time like you were on my Xbox and me and everything, and um, I was obviously watching it all the time at that time and everything. Uh, but then you you kind of just vanished. I did uh, for for a certain time or out and everything like that. And obviously, fixed amazing that he like obviously he knew and everything like that what you were going through and everything. Um, but and obviously, but for, for and shout out to him, like he never said a single thing. He said obviously it yeah. was and whatnot. But he says, "Yep." Uh, he, he always says, "You're all right." Um, yeah, they're just did, going yeah. through. They're just going through. They're just going through certain issues right now. That's not for me to speak about. And I went, "Not a problem whatsoever." And then obviously, 
you revealed your tweeting yeah. everything and then I went Tweeted. oh wow this is fucking amazing and then obviously me and Sophia dropped into your chat and it was just amazing yeah so I tweeted tweeted twitch streamed uh did a did a stream there are two things I want to talk about fix it was fantastic I told him it was it was February 28th I'll always remember the date when I realize what what i was about to do that's <laughs> how i like to put it and uh and um i told him in like april uh before it was right before we started recording an episode of my xbox and me don't remember which one i remember two th- two things vividly apart from the fact that he was incredible and he was really supportive i remember two things vividly about fixer during this period of time in regards to that one when i told him and then he told Haley. <laughs> Haley's immediate reaction was, yeah, "You better read about this because you you're gonna say something stupid." And I was like, "Fair." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she said that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, and two, the Sunday that I did a coming out stream was EGX. That weekend was also RTX. That weekend, while I was preparing to do this. And he was really apologetic that he couldn't be in the stream. And I was like, dude, don't worry about it. Like, I'm doing it at this time because I was going to be off anyway. I was going to have two weeks off. So, like, work would have two weeks to adapt to the news before I even came back and whatever. But whatever. It's beside the point. But the point is, I don't know if you remember this, Moody. <laughs> that was the weekend he interviewed Greg Miller for the first time. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you've ever watched it. In the knowledge that he knows... But can't, but doesn't know whether he can't, doesn't know whether he can say anything, and he's talking about my Xbox and me, and there's like this proper like he's talking about his co-host, and there's this moment where he says my dead name, but he he stumbles over it, you know what I mean? He like proper pauses while he's talking to Greg Miller. Um, I thought that was funny. I thought that was really cute. <laughs> he was I like, "What do I say?" That. <laughs> yeah, but what was funny that. was because I was I had the login I was logged into my Xbox and um yeah MC Fixer one of the two YouTube channels whichever one he put that interview on because it because I was logged in I could see that interview for like a couple of weeks before I went live <laughs> and I watched it thinking he'd already published it and I messaged him and said hey your interview with Greg's really good and he went what how did you see it <laughs> and I was like oh oh it's because I'm logged in I can see all your videos. <laughs> Yeah. Bless them. It was good. I think that's pretty much it for like impact games for me. Like that's my my journey. Like love tons of games, you know, like tons of games have had like emotional resonance with me, but I don't know about impacted my life. Um Yeah. Well I have a couple of more, obviously, and some of them you do know about and everything like that for what happened. To me, but one one. of them (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them is um you everyone knows. I'm a massive fan of Dragon Age Inquisition. Mm-hmm. And I'm hopeful for the next one that comes out and everything. But this was one of the big, one of those big games that I was just like, it was kind of like the same way of like how much I fell in love with Final Fantasy IX, where I was just like, I'm in it. I'm thinking about this game. I'm thinking about the characters. I'm thinking about this. I can't, I played every single DLC that dropped for it. Just like the Mass Effect trilogy when that came out with DLC, I did it. And I just fell in love and I really loved it. Um, next one, obviously, Last of Us 1 and 2, especially 2. I adore 2 to this day. 
No, that may not be the popular thing, but I do. I think 2 is one of the greatest games ever created. Like, it is up there for me for Final Fantasy Nine. I love the replaying re- the re- uh, part one again on the remake that they just released this year. Mm-hmm. Going back through that story again with the characters was just an amazing feeling and everything, and it was just amazing. And, uh, I love the world, and I do hope Naughty Talk do decide to go, fuck what the haters think. We're going to do a third one. I really would love to see a proper conclusion to their story in a great in a great way. And the last one is Life is Strange, True Colors. Everyone knows why with what happened to me in 2021. And if you don't, we did an amazingly cool video about it last year. Yeah. Um, uh, along, along with True Colors, uh, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition that came out last year not only helped me get 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 along, get move on with like things so like and come to terms with the passing of my dad. They made me realize that I'm pansexual in my life and everything, and that that's what those games did about for me and everything. Like, thank you, guys. I always that's the Gareth. Thank you, Ryan, and everything like that. That tall glass of water in True Colors and everything. You may avoid him, but I don't avoid that man. Even though that's I do not deny Steph is the best romance in that game. He's, I do not, not fucking type. deny that. Yeah, no, even though but, I literally even, dress even like him, was, even though even I dress was, like him, <laughs> I know that's really that's really weird. Yeah, you dress like him. <laughs> no, but um, no, um, like he he it, Steph is the the best real man. There's no doubt about that. I can see that with my with both my eyes open and everything. It is, and that's one of the things. It's what I love about it. These games have impacted me in so many in such a way. Just to be. A nerd with all the Pokemon stuff. A Dino Crisis lover who wants to see dinos come back into a great action adventure game. Yeah. Star Wars, adventure games all the way through. One Final Fantasy Nine, Ten, doing Chartered uh, trilo- uh, Quad Trilogy, Mass Effect Quad Trilogy. Like, oh, I'll throw in Andromeda. I had a lot of fun with Andromeda and with the characters on that. Inquisition, The Last of Us, the emotions I went through in those games. And Life is Strange, True Colors what those game, all these games have impacted and then so there's all so many more but like these are the ones off the top of my head that i just came to my mind that i that i fell in love with and it's just like games games they are just the kids thing <laughs> ladies and gentlemen i know people some people some ignorant people some ignorant people who think these games are just a toy and everything uh, you're completely Sorry. wrong because they impact so many people in their lives and everything and yeah it's these like things, I'm just these things deserve there. to be loved. Amazing listing games, by the way. Um, Thank you. So was yours. I'm just suddenly sitting here thinking, like, yeah, like, I don't know if these games where it's like, oh, these are the games that impacted me the most in my life or whatever, but like, I'm just suddenly like thinking of all these games that I've bonded over people with, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Among, among Us brought so many of us together. Like for for a long time, especially in in the time when it was when it was like it was it was a scary time to live through. I um, threw in Apex Legends as well. I think Apex and like, Legends. Yeah, Apex Legends was was the game that like I think kept me sane <laughs> at the time that we played it. Where it was like I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Like yeah. and Apex Legends with you and Keith was like keeping me grounded. Um, like phasmophobia, like reconnecting with that uh, with Ryan, like because I, I knew him and we were friends. We'd lost touch for a while. He joined our Among Us group, he, and then he joined our Faz group, and now it's like yeah, we're friends again because we reconnected through phasmophobia and things like 
like um, connecting with like one of my friends through like Stardew Valley. You know what I mean? Like, I can credit Hearthstone as a game that that changed my life because not because I ever played it, but because there was this huge controversy that happened for four weeks straight that brought somebody else onto this podcast <laughs> who now is like a permanent co-host. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks, Hustle. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like games can impact you in ways that you don't even realize. Like, I've never played for Yu-Gi-Oh. Good, for good I or probably bad. never will. But like, w- one of my closest friends like works on Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> it's like it's just weird little connections like that, right? Yeah, exactly. You can't ask for much more. Well, yeah, I can. <laughs> I can't ask for more. Okay, what's the time on for us? Uh, we've got time for one new story. All right, I'm going to go straight into rumors of aliens. Please give me the alien. God damn it! Give me it. Why do I give you control of these things? <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, you have to go into the story now, don't you? Yeah. I haven't been looking. I haven't looked at the dock for an hour and forty minutes, man. Triple A Alien game inspired by Dead Space and Resident Evil reportedly launching 2023. This is from Izzy Vanderveld over at the Gamer. He writes, Surprising no one, a new Triple A Alien game is reportedly in development. The good news is that it could be launching as early as the holiday season of 2023. The even better news is that it's reportedly inspired by survival horror games Dead Space and Resident Evil. This isn't an Alien Isolation sequel, although one is also rumoured to be either in pitching or very early stage development. Uh, as reported by Insider Gaming, quote, sources, end quote, have provided documentation proving the existence of the AAA Alien game with a holiday 2023 launch window, codenamed Marathon. It's being developed for current-gen consoles. Insider Gaming recently updated his original article, adding, quote, sources have said that Grasshopper Manufacturer will be developing the project, end quote. Survival horror staples Dead, Dead Space and Resident Evil were inspirations for the game, meaning the new title is likely to be capitalizing on the success of Alien Isolation rather than attempting another action-oriented entry, which frequently don't fare well. Creative Assembly, the developer behind the original Alien Isolation, didn't respond to Insider Gaming's request for comment on rumors of a sequel, but that won't stop us getting excited. Will it, Moody? <laughs> Hell fucking no, not this. I have to say, take this with a massive pinch of salt and everything, because we don't really talk about rumors on this or anything like that. But when I saw it yesterday, or, or yesterday or two days ago, when I read it, I was thinking, okay, I kind of want to talk about this. <laughs> I kind of just want to scream to the rooftops and pray to God this might be true and everything. Because to think that we might... It, it, why no one's ever thought of trying to do Resident Evil-style, Dead Space-style alien game is beyond me yet. Because it just screams out that could be an amazing thing. Like, I remember when I was play- replaying Dead Space, I was literally thinking, oh, God, this is fucking alien, man. This is fucking alien. You were making so many alien references. Yeah, I really was. Yes, they must have heard me. They watched yeah, the stream. They watched the stream. <laughs> and they were like, wait, I've got a great idea. Hell, yeah. And uh, and I think everyone, everyone who loved Alien Isolation's kind of been crammering for an Alien Isolation too, hoping that... Crystal Dynamics might be wanting to do a sequel or something like that. Like Great all segment. they have to do, like the only thing they, the only thing that was that let Alien Isolation down was that like the story just went on way too long. It was just too long of a game, and it just like there was a part in the game that I just really felt like 
There, the conclusive end. There, hey, done. We finished. We're done. <laughs> We've won. No, oh no, we haven't won. No, no, we got to keep on going. Why are we still going? Why? <laughs> but it, like, but there was still so much more to do in that franchise, and I just think we could really have something special. Like the man, the marketing for that game was incredible. Really, oh, in isolation, <laughs> like it really was, and like. To think, like, if this one, if the rumors of the Dead Space style game Red, Red, is next year, that means we're getting two Alien games next year. So, we're getting an XCOM style and this, if it's yeah. true. So, like, <coughs> how much good has Resident Evil 2 done for, like, the horror, horror genre at this point? Because, like, you got to think, a big, part, a big part of the reason why we're getting, like, a Dead Space remake and a potential Alien uh, AAA game, and, like, we're getting a game like the Callisto Protocol is because, like, the, the reason no one did <laughs> no one did more Alien after Alien Isolation in the style of Dead Space or whatever is because horror, horror games, AAA studios, general, uh, AAA publishers, sorry, generally didn't like horror because horror doesn't sell. Like... You know what I mean? Like, there's a reason Resident Evil went from what it was to Resident Evil Six. <laughs> um, like yeah. Resident Evil Two remake coming out and being popular and successful has kind of re- reignited the horror genre because you can see it because like a lot of these games are now taking their cue from Resident Evil Two. Like Dead Space remake is obviously taking a lot of cues from Resident Evil Two, which is fitting because the original Dead Space took a lot of cues from Resident Evil Four um so i think that's kind of what's happened here where it's like people in it like publishers are now looking going oh shit like can we do something like like to hop on this hop on this gravy train while it's still going and then like people are like yeah we can do an alien cam (laughs) yeah we have a dead space ip (laughs) yeah it's it's there it's it's really is it's like it's to just take the necromorphs out and put the alien in and give the character pulse rifles Mm-hmm. or flamethrowers if you just want them to keep the alien away from you and survive you know it's like yeah just like it's there it's like but i do agree like resident evil 2 remake has done all of it along with like say i'll even say i know it didn't work for you but resident evil 3 i think resident evil 3 ne- nemesis is one of those things one of those games as well that made people go yes we can do this type of thing especially like if you think Resident Evil Nemesis is basically just alien isolation of you getting chased down by an unstoppable creature sure. trying to destroy you and everything. So <laughs> And whatnot. <laughs> Pardon? Sort of. <laughs> sort of, yeah, that's true. Sort of. But no, yeah, and it's just like, yeah. And like, and like that's why I've been screaming, I've always been screaming to the rooftops, Gay Dino Crisis. Give us it, man. It'll be so, it'll be so perfect for it right now. I know what you said, but there was like this weird cut off might be my headphones maybe it's in the podcast it literally said it sounded like you went gay dino crisis and i was like now we're talking <laughs> now you've got me on board i've spent gay two dino years crisis. i've spent yes. two years taking the piss out of you because you've been talking about dino crisis remake non-stop you want to make it gay i'm in capcom gay dino crisis let's go <laughs> let's fucking go <laughs> <laughs> If it gets me my Dino Crisis, I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm going to start it. tweeting. I'm going to start in. tweeting. I'm going to make videos. I'm going to do a whole thing. Gay Dino Crisis. <laughs> are the characters crisis. gay or are the dino- dinosaurs gay? Either way. Everyone. Everyone's gay. Everyone's gay, Amy. <laughs> everyone's gay. Uh, Let's what do were we it. talking everyone's about? Gay. Oh, yeah. We were talking about Gay aliens. dinos, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> just sounded like that's what you said. So I just... Yeah. No, but yeah, like... 
But like there is like there's obviously there's like there's rumors that 20th Century Studios are doing a new Alien movie, and they've already kind of possibly got the actress they want to play player in it um and it's like if that's like prey was a huge success this year got a lot of critical love from a lot of people who say like predators come back into a really good way and if that means they could do it with alien that means games were good group getting the games and like that's that's all i want man just give me a good alien film and game man i'm not that hard to please truly i am not that hard to please i'm a very simple man (laughs) it's true (laughs) (laughs) he's not hard please (laughs) Um, yeah cool so I guess that was our news story for this week I don't know the podcast has been a bit weird the last few weeks but I'm digging it I mean not counting the week that we didn't do it where it's just been like eh whatever like who cares let's just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about (laughs) 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 like next week we're going to do Pokemon so like See how that goes. Like for like in terms of like talking about the news, it's like no, we just talked about Pokemon. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Oh. And yeah, you you threw out that gaming impact game thing at the before we started recording because I was like, man, like all the news is fucking PlayStation versus Xbox, and like they bring up some like cool, interesting stuff, but like I can't be bothered. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can appreciate that. Two companies having a slap fight, and it's like every now and again they say something interesting, but then you got to go through and talk about the slap fighting, and it's like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Like, seriously. Like, yeah, it's just like they get, it's just tiresome by the end of the day. Yeah. It's just all tiresome. It is. But you know what's not tiresome? Games. Talking video week. games. <laughs> Amazing segue. Ha! On November 29th, The Night Witch comes to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Soccer Story comes to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC, and also launches in Game Pass. On November 30th, Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide comes to Xbox and PC, and also launches in Game Pass. Then, on December 2nd, The Callisto Protocol comes to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. I really need to send some games back to Boomerang. <laughs> Shit. I thought I had more time. Uh, and also, Need for Speed Unbound comes to PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. And Marvel's Midnight Suns comes to PS5, Xbox Series X and S and PC. I'm going to be honest, though. I mean, like, apart from a couple of games that aren't out yet, and Bayonetta 3, which is in my boomerang queue, like, I feel like I've got all of the games that I'm going to play, like 2022 games for the rest of the year. Yeah. I think I'm at that point now where it's like, I know what I'm probably going to play, what I'm going to have time to play. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. And I own them all, or like I have them on Game Pass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably the same. Like, uh, Callisto Protocols is probably the last game probably I'm going to be getting from Boomerang this year. Yeah. And then it's the rest yeah. is uh, Game Pass and whatever else I need to uh, Yeah, like, I, I splurged on, because um, it's Black Friday. Um, so I kind of, I had a mini splurge on uh, Switch. I bought like a few puzzle games on my Switch. Nice. Um, just like that, I wanted to play anyway. Uh, and then like I bought bought another game on Steam. And then I'm looking at it like what I've got um installed from Game Pass and what I've got on my Switch now and what I've got on. And I'm just like, cool. I think this is enough. Like I think like these are the games that I want to try and get through. So like, and then I sat down and played Pentiment, and my eyes couldn't take it. <laughs> You gotta take it, Cam. (laughs) 
So we'll see how we'll see how that goes through the week. Because now I'm really into Cowboy Bebop. Eight episodes in. <laughs> Respect. But what I'm basically saying is, I don't like. I don't know how many more games I'm going to get to. We'll see. I want to get Mass Effect done by the end of the year as well. So. Uh, but that's it. Doesn't really have anything to do with games out this week. Should we move on very briefly to Open Critic Head to Head? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. This is the game we play every week where we try to guess the Open Critic average of some upcoming games. Whoever guesses closest to the Open Critic average at the time of recording gets a point. And if you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week we didn't do one because there was not many games come out. So the current scores stand at Amy, 25, Moody, 26. Our guests have three points. It's very close. <laughs> There's only a few weeks left. We're in that area. We're in that moment. This week, we are trying to guess the open critic average of the Callisto Protocol. I have thoughts about the Callisto Protocol. What are your thoughts before we give our my, scores? My thoughts on the Callisto Protocol are, are that they've... And I think we talked about this when we talked about the game a few weeks ago. Where it's like, I'm in for a horror game. I mean, I'm always in for a horror game that's been inspired by yeah. Dead Space. I love horror as a genre. But like the only thing I've seen them really talk about pre-release of the game is how much gore and murder and death there is in it. And I'm like, I need more. <laughs> like, I need more from a horror game. And maybe more is in there. But yeah. they're not doing a great job of selling the game to me as like an experience yeah. that I need to have based on That's what fair. they're talking about um, like so far. And it's like all I've seen them talk about is is the thing that's cool, but it's not going to sell me on a game, you know? Right, I think they're, they're trying to aim just for the Dead Space people who just want that type of experience right now. But obviously for people like us who want more than just like, hey, we want to connect to the characters here, we want to connect to the story, we want a good enriching, brightening yeah. story. I want to uh, And that type of thing, like, yeah. Blood and gore and guts doesn't... Scare me like I, I want yeah, yeah, yeah. to be scared, like when I'm yeah. playing like Resi 2 or Remake or Silent Hill, you know, like I want to be scared, yeah. I'm terrified. I don't, I, I don't want to, I want to be like looking at a corridor going, I don't want to go down there because <laughs> I don't want, I don't know what's down there. Like, whereas when I play, when I'm thinking about everything that I've seen of the Callisto protocol so far, it's like I know exactly what's around that corner. It's me mashing a, 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 a not a necromorph into a fucking blender, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, <laughs> okay, great. I mean, it'll be fun, no doubt, but... <laughs> yeah, I agree, yeah. It's good. It's one of those things, there's no doubt about that. Um, I don't know where this is going to land. Like, this is... Like, I think what you're saying there tells me that they've prioritized one thing and one thing only. And they're aiming for an That's audience that like. I think is wanting now more than what we normally want, than what we normally want to get. Um, I'm going to go 82. Good okay. 82. There's one thing I've learned as well horror games and that's they review worse than other genres <laughs> like yeah. in terms of in terms of scores right um like in in general i've noticed that the scores are generally lower like because we do this game and we do fantasy critics so i'm more aware of like review scores than i otherwise would be yeah 
and it's just one of the things I've noticed. It's like horror games don't get as big reviews a lot of the time. Um, I don't know why. It's just one thing I noticed. There's another it's thing like, I'm telling like everybody that you could use against me in Fantasy Critic next year. I stay away from horror games for this reason. <laughs> it's like um, it's like it's the kind of stigma that it is when it comes to films. They may sell really well when it comes to like people going out to see them just for a quick quick share, a quick quick scare, but also get that they're cheap to make. But they never really get the massive critic response or anything like that like the last one that i still the last one i think that really stood out for a lot of people was probably a quiet place when that first came yeah, out. yeah i remember place. that one like because right, that was just like oh this is taking horror to a whole new level and whatnot so i don't know what are you going yeah, for I remember, I remember that one getting a lot of the hype yeah sequel's great as well i'll say that i will eventually watch it the issue with the issue i had was i watched the quiet place and i was like oh this is mint and then I watched nine seasons of The Office, and now it's like, oh, it's Jim from The Office. <laughs> you don't see Jim from The Office in Quiet Place. I do. I, I did. I don't anymore. It's just one of those yeah, things where it's yeah, like, yeah. because I watched nine seasons of it, and then I was like, oh, The Quiet Place. And I was like, yeah, that's Jim. <laughs> Funnily enough, I said this yesterday to my partner, Quiet Place is still arguably my best experience in the cinema. Because every fucker was quiet, like ser- deadly quiet, and it was like, is that thinking like everyone was afraid to like just make any noise to get because there's no not yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get John Krasinski killed or Emily Blunt killed in this game. I'm going I mean, to get the monsters hunting for them. It was the best experience ever. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's an mission for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've got oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was tempted, Amy. I was, I was tempted with it. Ripping a page out of Moody's play. <laughs> I can't drop a point. I'm so close to the ultimate comeback. <laughs> I was 10 points behind. If I'm right, one. if I win this one, I win, don't I? Um, there's not going to be a game the week after, isn't there? So there's games, coming out. there's games coming out for like the next two weeks. After this. But there's nothing of massive. So I, I mean, there's stuff we can do do the game for, um, like the stuff that get get reviews and get a score. But uh, I mean, if you get you the hope. point this week and we've only got two weeks left, I would have to get a score bang on to even have a chance of winning. At that point, it's a, it, the best I could do is draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. 10 weeks ago when I was 10 points behind and I said, I need to fucking nail every single one. Like I wasn't joking. <laughs> the funny thing is, I think a lot of people like the may think of thinking, Oh, he's throwing this away. It's called a game of luck. You freaking Muppets. Yeah. Like there's no strategy, right? Like it's a game of luck. Like you've got to guess what other people are thinking to think <laughs> sometime next week. <laughs> And then see what all of those thoughts combine into. It's a complete look. It's like it's like saying there's a strategy to fantasy critic. It's like it's a fucking it's potluck, mate. Do you think when I fucking got picked up by uh, like immortality, I thought it was gonna be one of the best reviewed games of the year? No. <laughs> that was just luck. <laughs> That's how these games well, work. There's no game of skill. Remember, because like at the same time, you're like, oh, he's throwing it away. At one point, I went from being massively ahead to 10 points behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were ahead early on in this season. Yeah, because it's just luck. That's all it is. Speaking of luck, 
I'm going to look at this bed and fall into it. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode 330 of the Words About Games podcast. Thanks very much for joining me, Mooney. Do you have any cool final thoughts on this weird but awesome podcast that we did? Have a great week, everybody. Be awesome. Christmas is coming around soon. Say that you love somebody. Moody. Do you want to play Faz next week? (laughs) Maybe. Also, I love you. I love you too, Amy.